here we are with Hubblewood. We didn't start the fire season one, episode four. We're in June 2020, and... And I'm Tyler, I'm the GM, and to my left we have X playing Y. Peter as Pipsqueak Smallpaws, the German cleric. I'm Devin as Redbeak, the Pesquets parrot, who's a, I guess, a ranger, a forest person. Tintooth died of his injuries. <laughs> yes. On the way to some pods. And my name is Argy, and I'm playing Luna, the Luni Luma, and she's a sorcerer and a Luma. Okay, uh, so you want to take it away with the recap? Okay, last episode what happened was we were still in Tim Town. That meteor uh, let a lava monster out of it. A bunch of fire bats showed up. We had to break into two teams and stop everything from catching fire and couldn't. So we took a bunch of refugees to Alderheart, and on the way we're attacked by bandits, and we killed a lot of those bandits. Oh no, and Tintooth died. Sad, sad. We're attacked by well, Vikings. If I remember correctly, you allegedly killed a lot of those bandits. I thought like bandits were killed. Some. But Some I mean, now? Because because it was a tie at zero, there was a compromise. And the compromise was that they seemed to be killed, but lived to fight another day. Yeah, sure, but the compromise between kill 100% of them isn't kill less than 50% of them. That's not a compromise. <laughs> At least half of those bodies were bloody. Bloody, sure. And we believe you kill them. That's good enough. Yeah. You walk away confident that you killed those bandits. Uh-huh. And we didn't start any fires. No child with the definition of compromise one day. Do you want 50% of your team to die too? Yes. <laughs> I, mean, I agree. Upvote. Give me the button that I hit and a person randomly in the world dies. Oh, do I get something from it? I mean, Tinder dies, so we just need to kill a Bucky and we're good. Yeah, fucking Bucky Barnes here has to become the winter gerbil. And cool. <sighs> so, we're all. I mean, or, or we could retro that that was the compromise that you die from your injuries and you take out the bandits. Yes. Like screaming. Yes. Yes. Die screaming, please. It was a fucking slaughter. Okay. Good. I'm happy. Friendship with Tyler established. Because I didn't really want to bring them back. (laughs) (laughs) Tintooth died by how he lived, killing slavers. Okay. So you guys arrive back at Alderheart. I'll set the scene for you, and then we'll launch over into a player's turn. Um, so when you left, uh, it was surrounded by refugees. Um, and when you return, it is likewise surrounded by refugees, only the numbers seem to have swelled since then. Um, especially considering the recent outpouring of magma and ember bats and that violent explosion from the scar. Um, the numbers of people milling about has gone up exponentially. And they are not only there, they've started to settle in. Um, and they're erecting what amounts to basically a shanty town around the bottom roots of Alderheart. Um, they've broken off into distinct communities. Um, hedges are keeping to their own. Bird folk are keeping to themselves. You know, there's, there's various groups and districts. Um, Public works and things like that are shaky at best. Um, any of you who have any kind of experience in either civic administration or military campaigns or just plain camping are aware that the sanitation in this place 
uh, is suffering greatly. It is not equipped to be a long-term settlement. Um, everything's just been kind of roughly thrown up. Uh, you can see the great lifts that are at the bottom of Alderheart uh, have stalled. They're not going up and down constantly the way they usually do, taking influxes of new people uh, down and up all the time. Um, and there's a, likewise a bit of a hastily erected fence around the bottom of Alderheart, as specifically the areas where there are lifts. Okay, um, it's at this point where Jacqueline and the convoy uh, takes their leave of you. Um, you've got them back safely to their destination, so they, you know, she mentions she appreciates everything that you guys have done. Um, she says, very successful campaign. Uh, you guys were able to get more supplies than she thought uh, back there safely, um, especially the trick of the late druid with uh, encasing it in ice really managed to, uh, to carry it further. Um, and she looks forward to working with you again, if the opportunity ever arises. But for now, she's got to go fulfill her contract. After she leaves, I want to look at her. Well, she's supposed to pay us? I don't know. What are we getting paid for this? <laughs> I feel like we talked about this before, but I don't remember. Are we getting paid? Um, Arthur the Gallus, the member of the Perch Guard who was assigned to your convoy to kind of keep a watch over you, uh, does not leave with Jacqueline. He stays with you guys. Mm. I don't think we agreed on any pay, other than, you know, the poor people getting his own fair share of the medicine. Supply and demand. I think they should, you know, I guess, I guess we did a good thing. Someone will pay us later for it, okay? Okay. And, uh, player's turn. You may spend your checks. Although, you know, before we, uh, how do you want to introduce your character? You want to just show up? You want to wait for a good opportunity to make yourself known? You want to do it as part of the player's turn? How do you want to play this? How old are your characters? And I only accept answers in the form of kid, teen, young adult, adult, old. Young adult. Teen. Okay. I am also a teen. We are friends. Okay. You know me because I'm a bird person. All bird people know each other. <laughs> Isn't he not a bird person? Who was I pointing at, Nicole? I was pointing at the bird person. <laughs> Mind your own, artist. She's drawing right now, listeners. That's why I called her that slur. So, um, where was I? Okay, you know me because all bird people know each other. We're both the same age. Uh, and you're a squeaky wheel that wants, like, gross mouse people to live with the bird people. Yeah. Yes, I'm totally on board with that. <laughs> I'm also a sucker for a lost cause. <laughs> So what have you been up to until the immediate present? I've been on the front lines, uh, getting animals and like herds and stuff out of the forest when the fires are coming. Okay. What brings you to Alderheart? It's getting worse. And really, I'm just coming back to just check in with people, uh, fill up information, and see if there's any more work that can be done. Okay. Um, so as you return to Alderheart, sort of on your mission to... Uh, address the council with regard to that, you see a convoy returning, uh, spearheaded by your friend. Perfect, I'll approach. So, for listeners, because we have to describe my character now, uh, my character is a, what is the term I'm looking for? I'm not using that other word. It's a Pesquets parrot. They're like a red and black parrot. Google it. Uh, they're average height for a parrot person and covered in hides and skins and like camo gear. 
while carrying a rather large assortment of delumbering axes. What's your animal companion? A wolf. Sick. Do you ride the wolf? Oh, uh, probably. Whenever the mood strikes me. There you go. Is it a wolf? A dire wolf? Or... Is the wolf bigger? A wolf is a wolf. They're is fucking it big. The, is it bigger than the parrot? I don't know, man. It's however big a wolf is in proportion to a person. Wolves are no. fucking yeah, huge. Yeah, it would be like a wolf proportional to a person. Yeah. And wolves are huge. They're not dingoes and they're not dogs. They're wolves. They don't need to be dire. They're already there. <laughs> it's a wolf. Wolf. Anyway, uh, yeah, his feathers are black. He has red accents all across his body. And what was that? <laughs> <laughs> that was just the ambient noise. And apparently it gets a little loud sometimes. It gets a little marky. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I don't know. His beak has like red dye on it and stuff. Like he colors his beak in to look chipped and shit. <sighs> there we go. There you are. There's the character. There's Red Beak. Okay. Uh, so you join on with these guys. Uh, and you may now start to. Oh, wow. I totally know you. I totally know you because we all know each other as bird people. Yes. Now I've established for four. No, peak for dominance. <laughs> for my uh, species keywords, I picked strike fiercely, be an extrovert, hunt prey, and gather treasure. Things birds do. Like, I didn't even try to make it a D&D thing, but it turned into that by the last one. <laughs> Those are good words. Yeah. No, we'll do that at the end of the player's turn. Okay. Yeah, someone else should uh, take a check. How about Red Beak? I have this great idea. What are we gonna go to? Um, like, um, I want to go to a zoo. Even though there's like a refugee crisis happening right in front of me, and like people desperately need my help, but I don't really want to go to the zoo. So I'm gonna try and find the zoo with the mystical creatures in it. Are there some okay. Moves? There are. If she succeeds at a check. <laughs> You know, started asking questions about uh, fucking Zootopia. The creators didn't want to have to answer. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of the gargoyle, the one that's a dog. The dog gargoyle, Brooklyn <laughs> or whatever. Okay, so how are you going to go about finding out information on your zoo? I think I'm just going to go to a person and be like, "Hello, my name is Luna. I hear you are a very big city with lots of cool things. A very big city means you must have a zoo, right? Yeah." Let me go see it. <laughs> okay, so That's... you are going to go around and ask people for information Not on the zoo. Refugees. Not refugees. Well, you're... Like the people at the front, at the lips. And stuff. The guards. Like, <laughs> Hi, I want to go to the zoo. <laughs> um, are you from here? Hello, my name is Luna. I know that you are in a very big, big predicament. I love to So that's going to be very difficult. Um, it's probably going to be so difficult that you cannot succeed on a straight check. So what I would recommend, like, you can roll it if you want, but what I re would recommend you do is you have how many checks? Three. So try and build to that. Instead of just spending your first check on I want to ask this question, spend two checks gearing up to it. Um, Maybe go around and try and establish a reputation some way that would be favorable to the guards, so they might be inclined to even talk to you. 
maybe spend a resources check <coughs> to find a bribe that you could give to someone to make them more inclined to part with information. Um, maybe search around for any evidence that someone has been to a zoo or encountered magical animals recently in the past and as a result would know the information that you're looking for okay I so that you can yeah. like accumulate some dice towards this role i'd like to take a little walk around the refugee camp and look for a man maybe somebody who looks like a zookeeper someone who likes maybe like a circus thing like maybe he like has a cage of animals with him that are magic and i say hello I want to find the zoo, but not like directly. We're going to What about making an arcana check to see if you can discern any trace magical residue on people? That's a good idea. I will do that. Okay. So that would be an OB2 check. That is, that is still very hard for me. <laughs> but I did it! Okay. Um... So, there's a whole potpourri of mystical energy swirling around. Um, some from the refugees, uh, some from up towards closer to Alderheart. Um, this is a mass collection of people who have come here from all walks of life. So, I mean, the refugees aren't just random nobodies. They're sorcerers, they're wizards, they're druids, they're clerics who have all been displaced from their home. And a lot of them are doing the best that they can to uh, feed into their new communities. Um, so you're getting a lot of magical interference going on. Um, but because you have your specific book um, as your gear, and that's like a repository of magical creatures, mm -hmm. you're able to sift through the various auras and you know determine where latent like traces of unicorn and like traces of griffin um, are coming from. Um, and eventually you see those, uh, like there's, there's a little bit coming off of Alderheart, like maybe some has been through there, uh, but more and more you're seeing streams and currents rolling into a gerbine section of the shantytown. Like really kind of thick, strong sense of that magic. This is exciting. I would like to go that way now. The reason I looked okay. up, by the way, when you said traces of unicorns, I like you said traces of unicorn, and I was like, what? Do you oh. really care? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Traces. Just, I'm in traces of me here. <laughs> traces of you on the crawl. Like, oh yeah, I killed off your character because you didn't play. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, who's check now? I guess I can, so I can spend my five checks, but actually six. Oh, we get the plus one for the roleplay check or what? Or... Not this time. Okay. You didn't do a good enough job, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. And we you have do judged you. The system gives you one free check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So total six. Um, okay. Well, I like to deal with the sanitation problems. So maybe mix some sort of magical solution here with a large ritual to, you know, prevent the diseases from starting and just make the life here more manageable. So you'd like to go to an area and purify it? Yeah, or like set up something that will keep it pure, whatever. Okay. Because those are two different things yep. that are going to be two different levels of difficulty. Sure. Going in and purifying an area, sort of taking their sanitation problem and making it no longer stagnant yep. um, is yep. relatively easy within the realms of a cleric. Um, for doing something that is going to address the solution long term, that's a little more complicated. And I need to hear what you're doing beyond just casting a spell. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, I think I'll be going for the second option because uh, I just want to improve this place. So mm -hmm. probably like setting up uh, some makeshift shrines here that will be helping broaden this thing. Maybe like I don't know, sort of like Roman style baths, whatever, like communal houses things where you know blessed places that would be keeping the thing purified and that's you know. So if I understand correctly, you're going to like set up a shrine that has like an aura of purity and then as yeah. things pass through it, yeah. they'll be purified and then you'll set that up in like a, a river or a yeah. cistern or yeah. something. You do the cleric thing of hallowing some ground. Okay. Um, OB3? OB3. I'll spend my persona to add my nature to this. And let's do this. Uh, Eleven dogs. Wow! Well, I want this to succeed. <laughs> I'm originally only five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. Okay. Um, so, what would you like your shrine to look like? Um, just probably something simple, nothing like that flashy. Goes there. He's not going for sight. He's just going for something that's workable. So, you know. And are you going to create a whole cloth out of the air, or are you going to have people like assist you to put something together, and then you're going to bless that? Well, since I'm using my nature, my nature is communal. Then I guess it will be a group effort that you know people will come together, build it together. So it's not just me doing this. So like a community-driven effort. Like oh, so they'll have ownership of that as well. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so you managed to enlist the aid uh, of a small community to get like one section. Um, of the various shanty towns uh, set up um, and you guys build your shrine um, and like you, you notice as you're doing it that um, it's great that you're improving the literal area around you by purifying it and getting rid of the disease and pestilence um, but it's also really functioning as a community building program um, and people are enjoying the opportunity to do something useful especially something under the guise of a Jervian cleric um, it's a bit easier for you to walk amongst these people than it would be for say a Strig or a Luma uh, because these people have been kept out by fences at Bird Sanctuary for a while um, so you're getting a lot of positive positive feedback and you're once again accumulating a bit of a following as you move around from this point on. Yay! So that's my check. You guys. Uh, so checks would be used to just kind of get pass or fails for our skills, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Or accomplish other goals. Get the gear. I got really nothing to do right now, so I will go and try to get a fail on the animal husbandry check. I would like to encounter an animal that I'm trying to calm down and won't want to get calmed down. Okay. Um, so as you're... I assume that you're walking around with um, Pipsqueak. I'm staying close to the procession that came into town because these seem to be people that are most beaten up by being out there and need a bit of a hand. Okay. Um, so Which as you say yes by elaborating on it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so as you head through the same community, uh, you hear a disturbance, and you look over, and there's a mapache who's trying to lead a cart of oxen uh, through the shanty town, um, and they are not loving the crowded streets, uh, the filth, the noise. <laughs> no, that would be great, but no. Um, Just fucking stomp me. 
Uh, and they're starting to rile and buck. Uh, and it looks like they're about to break free. Alright, I'm gonna go on in and try to animal husband do them and calm them down. I'll make the noise. Okay. You know the noise. <laughs> What'd you say? Four, six, difficulty four? Yes. Jesus Christ. Alright, I got four dice. Uh, two successes. Okay. Um, so this is this is this is near you. Um, mm-hmm. So they they break free, um, they buck out of their bonds, um, and they start uh, running wild. Uh, and the whole cart splits, and two oxen veer off to start going into a crowd, uh, and two veer off and charge towards your freshly built shrine. Oh no. Huh. Okay, how could I stop this? Yeah, what are you gonna do now, buddy? I guess I'll spend my check to maybe have a sorcery check where I just, you know, do some loud noises and lies to, you know, see them away from the shrine, do some other place. They won't destroy what we've just built. Okay. Um. You're looking to spook an already spooked animal, yeah. which is not terribly difficult. Uh, you just want it to not go in that one particular direction, so yeah. this is just going to be a two check. Yeah, and three successes. Yeah. Uh, so you cast out your hands and light sprays from the heavens, and there's the sound of trumpets and shaking earth, uh, and the oxen veer away from your shrine. That's a... That was my check. You guys. You want to go? I changed what I wanted to do. Okay. <laughs> Continue the story. What's yeah. what's the next step of the I'm story? I'm gonna follow along the trail, like where I sense there's some magical creatures going, and I'm gonna see what I can do when I get there to try and help set up something to keep give them like some comfort and maybe like keep them from like soiling the rest of the area because I imagine they take dumps, and it's not great for sanitation. Um, to have a bunch of mystical, magical creatures running around and try and like give them a place that they're more contained. I know it seems really, really rude of me to not help the people and then go help the mythical creatures, but it's what my character would do. <laughs> well, you so you you follow the trail. Yeah. yeah. So you come to a circle of Jerbeen tents. Uh, there are a few Jerbeen who are. Standing guard outside? Like, they don't have any weapons, and they're not really being threatening, but they're definitely forming a perimeter. They don't physically stop you from coming in, uh, but you get a couple of looks, and one of them runs off. And then within the circle of tents, there's a Jerbeen caravan full of a whole bunch of empty cages um, and carts and wagons. And that is where the auras are coming from, but you don't see any magical creatures there now. It's more likely they were used to house and transport them. Where did the creatures go? This is so sad. <laughs> um, does it look like there's someone particularly to talk to there? Um, that well, how might... do you approach it? I want to it's just... up to you. I'm gonna look at who might be in charge and... Well, one of the tents is decidedly bigger than the other. Well, we go for the bigger tents. Okay. Uh, you go inside. Um, uh, it's a comfortable tent, homey. There's a pot boiling in the corner. 
um, a few tables around, a lot of cushions uh, and pillows thrown about. Uh, it seems like there's maybe two or three German families who are living in here. Um, and sitting on the far end, smoking a hookah, is a very old German matriarch. Oh, hello! My name is Luna. I'm I am here because I I smell their magic creatures, kind of, sort of like a smell, but like also like I use my like magic senses, and I know that you might have some, but the cages are empty, and I'm just here because I really like those things, like the magic creatures. And yeah, hi, my name is Luna. Oh, uh, you have the scent. Very rare. Very yeah, very rare. Not often we have a Luma come to visit us. Really? What the? That's so strange to me. But maybe that's because I'm very strange. Hi, where are your creatures go? Come, yeah. sit, smoke with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just smoking. <laughs> So, you're seeking mystical creatures. Well, yeah, like, mostly to, like, help them and stuff. I'd like to Then help. our ends align. We, oh, too, okay. seek to help the strange and wonderful beasts of this world. Transport them out of danger, far away to safety, where they can live and be free. That's so great. Like, is that what you were doing? But, like, where'd they go? Because, like, I'm getting a little worried. Because I keep asking well, where they went. We came here like, for the creatures. We're going to steal them <laughs> and drive off. You're in now. Put this in your mouth alone. We're doing this. Where did they God. go? Did they, did they get hurt? No, no, of course not. We wouldn't take them here. This place isn't safe. I mean, just look around. It's a little weird. I think it's kind of gross. It's like this one time I went to a swamp and the swamp was just disgusting. But this is kind of like the swamp, but like it's like a people swamp. Oh, this isn't a very good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, people don't really like me very much, but you know, I tried to make the swamp go away and it made the people very upset because some people really like that kind of thing, but I don't think that I should do that here. So I don't know. Hi. So tell me, Luna, how can I help you today? Oh, I'm here to help you and the magic creatures. Oh, you're looking to join up. Oh, join up what? Is this like a gang? It's a caravan. Yeah, but like, is it like a caravan? Like, but really a gang? I've heard of those. <laughs> is this, do we, do we get to wear cool hats? <laughs> A connection of like-minded individuals who work closely with the druids of the forest to help creatures in need. That sounds really cool. It is. Like, I don't know if my <laughs> friends are gonna be like super down for that though. So like, I was looking to like, maybe like help them right now, right here. And like, I don't know, like, help other people by helping them, but like... I'll tell you what, Luna. You... Prove to me that you are more than just fancy words and quick promises, and I will allow you into our organization and give you something with which you can be identified all across the Humblewood. Oh my goodness, I've always wanted real identification. <laughs> like a driver's license. <laughs> they wouldn't give me one of those. Like, for 
professional things are like not good for me. But I'll do this. What do I do? <coughs> we seem to be having difficulty getting into Alderheart itself. But we have it on good authority that one of the council members by the name of Brunhild keeps a, well, they call it a pet, but we call it a captive, Griffin. Why would you do that? It's chained in the canopies. You should never chain the magic games. Unable even to fly. Rude. If you free it and bring it to us, we will consider that proof enough that you mean what you say. Hell yeah, I'm so down for this. I'm gonna totally free somebody else's property from them. This sounds great. I'll be like right back. <laughs> this sounds so down. What's your name again? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, not important. And like the name of your organization. Do you have like incorporation papers I can see? You understand if I don't want to tell you too much about our organization before we have ascertained your... Oh, that's totally fine. I don't tell a lot of people that I, like, technically don't own this book. <laughs> but, like, I borrowed it, you know? Possession is a fluid thing. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. I had this really cool friend who agreed with me, but, like, he totally just died, like, really tragically. It was, like, really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Me too, kind of. My name is Craig. Kraya, cool, cool, cool. Did I tell you my name already? Yes, you did, dear. <laughs> okay, but it's Luna, just so you know. That's so cool. I'm gonna like free this griffin. Oh yeah, this griffin. You can take so a, free. you can take a check on persuasion, even though you didn't really have to roll for that. <laughs> okay. Well, like, I ch do I just put a tax on it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I if you don't have persuasion, then you now have it at two. I'm so persuasive. Get enough checks, look like basically on nature or something like that. I think that there was something. That... Put it in brackets for now. Yeah. And I'll look at the rules later. Yeah, that sounds super great. I like looking at the rules later. So like I remember, like <laughs> if you had like low nature in uh, mouse guard, you were. Even I think that's if you uh, use beginner's luck. Maybe. Well, either or. Okay, who's next? I guess I should go next. Should you? How many checks do you have? <laughs> I have two more. <laughs> yeah, I have two more. Don't you want to like break it up? All right, you go. You go. You go. You go. See, I need to spend all of them. Uh, I'll just have a something simple. I'll the, do a simple administrative check where I'm, I know, tying all the people coming, going to see like you know what sort of thing are we dealing with here. So we you know, know better like what to prepare, I don't know, rationalize or whatever. Okay. That's not a simple check if you're doing it for the shanty town. It would be a simple check if you're trying to do it for something local and focused, like a community. Well, then I guess some part of the shanty town. Okay, so the community in which you built your shrine. Yeah. Which I will allow you to dictate however you want it to be, whether it's an assortment of various people coming together, or whether it's mapaches, or... I think it will be an assortment of things, you know, to have that whole community where, like, oh, okay. we're working together, guys. Those are right. So, so, success. Okay. Uh, so, now that you've gotten this community 
going and galvanized and you've got the shrine set up, uh, people are willing to listen to you when you talk um, and sort of pay heed to you. Uh, and word spreads very rapidly. So you start organizing and figuring out, you know, who's here, who lives here, who's coming, who's going, how many people they have coming in, what their food needs are, that kind of thing. You're really able to get your thumb on this community and what their current situation is. Now you can go there. <laughs> All right. I want to grab a stealth uh, pass. Okay. And just so we're all aware, those oxen are still raging. Yeah. Oh, the oxen, the oxen <laughs> yeah. are still freaking out. Yeah. They, they are raging Sneak through the crowds them. and the buildings. And they are smashing. I'm looking for an animal husbandry success then. Okay. Try and calm someone down. Not all. I'm just some of them. Okay. Animal Smaller team? Four. Smaller team is half as difficult. So, so two successes? Yes. All right, here I go. Four dice. Woo! Oh, three successes. How's up? Okay, which ones are you going for? The ones that went for the shrine and Peter startled off into the crowd, or the ones that went into the crowd to start with? There's two sets now. Okay, well, they're both going into crowds, so it's moot. Yeah. They're both trampling people. Yep. So, one of them. Okay. Um... To keep it concise, we'll just say the group near Pipsqueak. Okay. Okay, so you manage to run in front of them, um, grab the rope that's leading around their necks, and just sort of, whoa, whoa, whoa them down. Mm-hmm. Um, they are still skittish. They are still afraid. Uh, but they are no longer actively trampling people. That's so great. That's, that's, yeah, it's happy so great. But the fact that they are no longer trampling people means that in the past, they people were, were trampled. <laughs> so, yes. you guys got that. <sighs> I guess I should go and heal people then. <laughs> sure. Um, do, your, do your fucking check. Sure. So, I'll spend my check to do a little triage on the trampled people with healer. Okay. To, you know, so the best their needs and whatever else people might be injured with here. So. Okay. Give me a two. Okay. That's two successes. Okay, so you managed to get to their aid, perform some emergency first aid, um, get a splint set up. People are bringing you fresh water, yeah. you know, clean linens, like supplies are just sort of coming yeah. out of this community and going to you uh, to yes. help you in your work. Luna or Devon, whoever. Okay, so I'll do the next one. So maybe you only the stealth shit, so maybe you should pair up with Luna and start breaking into places. Yeah. For, to get to the Griffin, and then she can spend her last thing to I'm, get in the Griffin. I'm imagining we're gonna go speak to the council. I'm gonna somehow make this work, and I have no idea well, yet. That sounds like, you know, something that will be in GM's turn, so you might not have the like control over that. For our um, last check, I want a pass on a stealth check. Okay. Why would you want to be stealthy in this situation? Uh, are the animals still rampaging? Once it is. Okay, I want to sneak up on them and and not startle them when I grab their reins and like like lead them away. Because they're being startled a bunch. Okay. Yep. Uh, two. On two dice. Can you get help? Or gear? Can I get help? I am talking to a 
gang leader. <laughs> yeah, you were doing that. That was two checks ago. Can you be doing this? You now? are clearly with Pipsqueak, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the the people around this community that he has inspired will help you. All right. If you make clear your intentions. Yes, I'm clearly trying to help. Yeah, it's not a secret. So oh, you, you can get help from them. Perfect. What is that worth to me? A die. Pete, you want to help? Can I help? Yeah, sure. How would you help? Uh, how about some laborers? So, you know, so the cutting off their escape routes, so they're just following like Earth. one direction. Sounds like help to me. There we go. Four dice. Woo! One success. Um... Do you have any wises you can tap in here? I have... A poor wise. <laughs> well, your poor wise can give him a die, right? I guess, yeah. Alright, so another die. Is it a success? No, it isn't. Mark uh, fail. I'm trying to look at the wise. Hold on, man. Okay, I have fire and forest wise. I also have the quiet trait at two. Mm. I, quiet would help you with stealth. Right? Yep. Uh, what does quiet trait level two give you? It means you can use it twice per session. Yep. For dice. Yep. yep. Okay. I will use one. I will use both. I got my success. <laughs> <laughs> Took some time. We got there. All right. So one pass on stealth. Okay. So you managed to move through the crowd um, and grab control of the reins before the oxen can buck away from you. Um, and by planting your feet and staying firm, you stop them from thrashing further into the crowd, and they eventually subdue. Perfect. All right, that's all three of my checks. So I guess I'll spend one of my checks for another administrative check to you know, start I don't know, organizing maybe some trade, so you know, people can get what they need, or like organizing you know the goods for to for the community. So that, you know, people give what they have and, you know, give what they need and so on and okay. so on. It's getting a little more complicated, so I'm going to bump it up to three. Three. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll spend my persona point then to tap into my nature. I should just get that fast out of Come here, nature. Woo. Two successes. Okay. Um, poor wise. I could... Uh, so sudden understanding. Well, well if, you're, like, if you're poor, why? Like, as in like poverty, like there's a lot of like bartering in that. No, too. but like um, mechanically, like how many dice can I reroll here, and what does it cost me? Oh, Lord. Uh, so you could use deeper understanding to spend a fate point and reroll a single failed die. No. Uh, or you could use, of course, and spend a persona point and reroll all failed dice. Hmm. I really spent persona on this, so I guess I'll spend a fate point hoping this will work. Yes, yes, success. Huzzah. I'm going to up to three. Okay, does anyone have checks left? I do. Um, so this is. I feel like this check I can't break into the council and steal a griffin. No, you're going to want to... It's going to be a series of checks. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to, during the GM's turn, you're going to try and find a bunch of ways to earn checks uh, so that you can go into the next player's turn with four, five, or even six checks yeah. 
to accomplish the goal that you want to do. So in this check, I can't gain checks in a check. That's correct. So could I use this check to do some research about the griffin so that when I get to the griffin, I'm able to control it or well, you probably could talk with this caravan and learn from them, maybe. Yeah, and like try and like bridge this knowledge with my giant seven gazillion page tome that's the size of me to like figure out because I don't have animal husbandry. I don't even know what that would be, even if it's a mythical beast. If it's a mythical beast, it's lore. Oh, well, I do. Well, then I could maybe use it to get like a lore check or something. So, like, so if I understand you right. What you'd like to do is you'd like to use a combination of your lore and your giant tome of mythical beasts and talking to, them. to gain and talking to them to gain knowledge about the griffin, so that when you go and make a check or a test on the griffin, you would have a gear bonus. Something to that effect, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I will let you make a lore test um, at Ob One uh, to just gear up with information on griffins, so that you know how to handle it when you encounter it. Oh my god, I like know so much about griffins now. Oh my goodness. I'm so ready to like free this griffin for you. Uh, what was her name? Craya has some like your organization. Yes, Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your name is a great name. But like your organization, you don't tell me, girl. We'll talk more about that later, dear. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> for now, why don't you go find your friends? I have the feeling they're about to entertain a guest. That would be most <coughs> advantageous for you. Are you like a divination seeker person? Like, darn girl, you like really smart. Okay, I will do that now. Like, she just takes a long smoke on her hooker. Like, <laughs> and I, did I smoke my hooker with her? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay, it was cool. delicious. So delicious. I'm gonna wander on back. Oh my goodness, guys. I've learned so much. So you're working with the community, you've got your shrine up and running, you've yep. established your system. You managed to calm down those Yeah, boxes. I'm just doing firefighting, yeah. basically. The, I smoked a hookah, and I'm going to rob a person. Uh, the Mapache, who was originally driving them, has come back and gathered them up, and they're more cautiously taking them down the route um, when uh, Luma return, Luna returns to you guys. Guys, oh my goodness. I had like a total epiphany. A really cool rock water thing. <laughs> Who makes this? You do it. Very good. Very good pit squeak. Um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna free something. It's gonna go great. I'm gonna tell them about the fact that we are going to essentially rob a council member of a pet. Okay. From under their nose. So if you, like, have any ideas or, like, contributions on how we could, like, maybe accomplish this really cool thing that's, like, super important because I want to get this cool badge, um, that'd be great. But, like, this is what we're doing. I'm going to pause you right there so we don't forget. And we're going to do our goals. Well, I still have one more check. You still have one check? Sorry, Peter. You need to step on your toes. Do your check. What could I check here? Um... I don't know, how about some insight check, basically like, you know, everything you've told me to maybe I know, gather what the intentions are here, I suppose. Okay. 
like figure out whether they're actually trying to free those things or they're just like, hmm, yes, I take this griffin, let's free it and I'd sell it to someone else or something like that. See, like, I, my intentions are pure. I genuinely feel like I'm free to I know, to but you might be, you know, the posse. <laughs> so you're trying to read some insight into the situation to see yeah. whether or not there is legitimately a gerbing caravan that goes about freeing animals, if you've ever kind of, like, so heard that before. I'm going to get, like, the coolest badge for this. I this don't so think cool. that would be insight. Okay. Because insight would just be reading uh, Luna. Okay. Luna. Um, it would be testing your circles to know whether or not hmm. you know about that. I'm do a circles and test. And you know, what? I'm gonna let you pass on a two, but if you get more than two, you'll know more about it. Okay. And that's all fail. It sounds completely on the up and up to you. Like, we're gonna totally help this griffin, and like these people are like super cool. It's such a good idea. And I love magical creatures so much. And also, since I'm in my own community, I'd like to tap into that being able to get rid of tired for free by uh, going to you know, my actual temple in the underroots and just sleeping it off, or maybe resting in this new community I've established. You're not in Alderheart yet, ah. so it wouldn't apply. But because you have basically become the new figurehead of this small yep. community in this village, yep. I would say that like this place also counts as home for you. Okay. okay. And now I'm done. <laughs> uh, and as uh, Luma is describing the plan, Luna is describing the planned grand heist, uh, the crowd parts, uh, and three members of the perch guard walk towards you guys. Hmm. Are they ones that we know, or just...? No. Oh, okay. Uh, but they've got a piece of paper in front of them. Uh, kind of look at it, look at you. So, uh, Pipsqueak, Luna, don't know you. Redbeak. Redbeak. He with you two? Yeah. I mean, Tintuf was with us, but he died. And yeah, there is a Tintuf tragic. There. It was horrible. <laughs> I cried for three days. And Bucky's unloading their supplies, so yeah, Red Beak's with us. Well, it's a slight departure from orders, but I guess it checks out. Uh, why don't you three come with me? We have a mutual friend who'd like to speak to you. Okay. It's super legit. Uh, and they walk back towards the lifts. Let's go. So, I guess now. As they do, uh, you see uh, ways over one of the other lifts descending. Um, and it's heaped with boxes um, and bags, uh, mostly of grain or perishable goods. Uh, and it's surrounded by a ring of perch guard. Um, and as it comes down and people notice it and starts with a huge throng of masses starts to swell up towards that part of the area. Um, and it's very difficult for you guys to navigate through the crowd. Don't get addicted to water. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
I guess we let the hungry people get their food, and once they're done taking everything, we can enter. Okay. We could like maybe try and like not have this be a total shit show, but I don't know how. I have a feeling it's going to be a total shit show, though. Well, you know, we need to organize people, make sure that you know all their needs are met, and so on, and so on. Then they won't, you know, be fighting over supplies because they'll know that they'll get some. How do we make that okay, though? Um, we can't. This is an invitation for us to do something else or not. Really not. Well, I mean, everything is an invitation to do something. You also interrupt. No, I beat them to it. And <laughs> I, I, I steal the food. Stop resisting. <laughs> um, is it looking like it's going to be like a bit of a shit show? Yeah, it's it's a throng. It's a bit of a riot. Um, the elevator doesn't go all the way down. Um, it stays, you know, a good twenty feet up, um, and they start just like tossing the food into the crowd, um, and people are pushing and stampeding and grabbing for it. I'm, I kind of want to like get up on like a bit of a perch and try and like calm people down and give like a speech of some kind and like try to organize them in some way. Okay, that would be order. Order? Yeah. Should I do that instead? I'm the orator. You have order? Um, yeah. There's no way for me to get checks here, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you want to do it, you can, or you can do something else. Um, the same thing. I don't really have order. I have manipulator. I can manipulate the people. A manipulator is more one on one. Oh, okay. I wouldn't really let you use it on a crowd. Is Deceiver coming I can use on a crowd? Deceiver can be used on a crowd. Alright, I'm gonna tell them there's way more food coming where this came from. And it's gonna be totally fine. And if they're just patient and calm, everything's gonna be okay. This is Do it. Okay, go for it. Um, it's an OB3 check. I only have two dice. You can tap your persona points. To add your nature. Or you could use this as an opportunity to turn to gain checks. Yeah. yeah. You also need some fails. And other people can help you as well. How do I gain checks from this though? I have to tap one of my nature like, my traits. You use something. a trait against yourself. Um Ooh. Well I'm usually quick witted, but this is super off the cuff and it's not a great speech. <laughs> okay. Oh you like it just like wait a minute, I don't know, I think it'll be okay. It's my know. first instinct to lie and it went against me. <laughs> yeah. So remove one die. Yeah. So you take. So roll just one die. Okay, and I need three three passes. So it, it's yes. definitely failing. That was a pass, but there's not enough. Yeah. So. Okay. So you hop up on a pedestal, um, start waving your hands over the crowd, which is thronging um, and grasping for food um, and pushing at each other to try and get in. And you start going, no, no, guys, don't worry. We have plenty of food. There's more coming. The bird people have this all under control. Um, and you just start spouting lie after lie after lie at people who have been stuck here for weeks, um, <laughs> starving and grasping and being kept out by fences. Um, and someone throws a rock at your head. Sick. Ouch, that's like super rude. The member of the perch guard who came to escort you guys and spoke to you, like, grabs you and pulls you down. He goes, like, we should go. I was, like, totally helping. I don't like people to be so rude all the time. Are we in the middle of a party and we're embarrassing ourselves? 
What's that? Are we in the middle of a party and we're embarrassing ourselves? Not really. I'm asking objectively, not don't <laughs> softball it. I'm not embarrassing. I didn't say you. I didn't point anyone out. I said, are we as a group embarrassing ourselves in this party? No, we're embarrassing someone else. I mean, not really. I mean, you, yeah. you, you arrived at the edge of the shantytown and immediately started making it a better place. I think that, like, definitely compensates for a hasty lie to a crowd, which was at least good intention. Good. Perfect. I just, I wasn't sure. I couldn't read the room. Well, don't worry. Lula wasn't allowed to help the shantytown, so he's, she's just, you know... An outsider that comes in and lies <laughs> the first book too. I was helping the whole time. You were getting high with some Jerbino thieves. <laughs> um, they're very good people and they are here to help the animals. <laughs> the magic ones anyway. <laughs> uh, so he starts uh, muscling through the crowd um, and pushing towards the fence. And... Uh, Toss a quick glance over his shoulder, uh, looking to see if you follow. Oh, I will follow. I'm going to clutch my book very tightly as I follow. Okay. Shame and sad. I think I have to go out here. Okay. Uh, so you guys get to the fence, uh, and one of the guards uh, opens a small door for you and then allows you passage inside to a small service elevator that has been hastily winched down. Uh, not a lot of people really notice this going on because most of the attention is over at the feeding area, um, which was probably intentional. <laughs> the version. <laughs> he says, yep, yeah, uh, come with me. Okay. Uh, and you get on and you... Matt, you go up the elevator... All the way past the underfall, past the trunk, um, up to the bows, and then deep into the canopy market. Ooh. Fancy part of mm-hmm. uh, Where he leads you through the, uh, through the streets, which are crowded but uh, not jostling. Um, there's a lot less people here, uh, a much larger percentage of birds here. Uh, and he takes you to a small, nondescript inn and says, uh, yeah, go inside, room at the back, on the left. This is feeling like a little bit weird. Just like a little bit. But okay, we'll do it, right? Should we do an inside check on him? <laughs> do you have sure. like any like official thing on you that makes it so like I know that you're like really a perch guy? What are you? Yeah, he's in a uniform. But, like, literature identification, sir. It shows you a badge. <laughs> sir, do you have any further identification? I need two pieces of government issue ID for this. <laughs> what are you trying to learn through your insight? Um, whether we should be worried about this mutual friend, do they, like, you know, do we owe them something, I guess? Or is this sure. like some. Obi Wan. Yeah, one success. Okay. Um,. So your read on this guy is it doesn't seem like he intends to any harm. Um, and the other two guards seem largely there to help push through the initial crowd. Yeah. Uh, there's no attempt being made to guard or police your movements or yeah. keep you guys in line. Um, Sounds good. Okay. Seems super legit. 
I'm a little sketch about not having two pieces of government issue ID though. I think you really should work on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the inn is small and cozy. Um, it's tucked away, sort of kitty corner on a street where the entrance is not really obvious. Um, and there's no name placard on it. Uh, there's just like a swinging sign with uh, a mug of ale and a hunk of meat. Um, you go inside and it's relatively empty. There's a gallus uh, at the bar wiping it down. Just nods at you as you enter. Hi. Hello. My name is Luna. Yes, we're expecting you. Oh, shit. Jerks her head towards the back. You're expecting us. I'm so special. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to march happily forward. Chef, just like puffed out. Real, real stoked. Okay. Um, You go past the bar down the hall to the left. Um, and you enter a room, um, and sitting there at a table is Hildegard, who, if you remember, was the councilwoman who sponsored your trip. Oh, shit. Oh, it's uh, very good to see you back. I was worried with the explosion and all of the fire bats that came out that, uh, you might have been injured, but I'm very happy to see you. And from everything that I hear, uh, your trip was most successful. Like, one of us died, dude. <laughs> but okay. So, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Do you need coin to cover the funeral? Definitely. He was <laughs> a very big funeral. He has 75... Sisters and brothers. Do you know how expensive it is to have a funeral when you have 75 sisters and brothers? And like, that's a lot, dude. We'll make sure that arrangements are made. Yeah, but like, you would give us the money and we can make the arrangements. I have people who take care of this thing. I could be that people, I'm afraid. <laughs> Come, sit. Have a drink with me. I will sit. You're new. My character is sitting and getting a drink. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's Red League. <laughs> we met before. He's like, you know, from uh, where are you? Ash Barrows, was it? I tend to the front line. Yeah. I know him because he's a bird person and we all know each other. Well, a friend <laughs> of yours is a friend of mine. So, what can we help you with? Well, you've served so well in the first task that was put ahead of you. I was hoping that we could continue our relationship. There is much that needs to be done, and I find that I am very much in need of trustworthy people. You can totally trust us with like all your secrets. Tell me your secrets, Hildegard. <laughs> I will keep them so safe. I'm sure you will. Will you tell them to the first person that asks? <laughs> <laughs> you tell the secrets even before someone asks. <laughs> I'm sure you've noticed the situation that is occurring down on the ground floor. 
Yeah, we've been dealing with that, organizing some communities there and so on. That's good. That's good to hear. I knew you would be the right person for this job. The truth is, the council has not been sitting idle while uh, the situation has developed. And we are putting in place plans to deal with the refugee crisis. But I fear they are in bad hands. Um, the current solution is to create a new settlement far away from Alderhart. Take the refugees there and establish them on their own. Rebuild. Repopulate. But the notion is being spearheaded by Gallant, and I fear that his intentions are not quite as noble as he makes them out to be. I think he just wants to move the problem away. And once the problem is away from Alderhart, it will be left to wither and die. Yeah, that does sound like him. I was hoping that I might be able to use my limited influence on the council to install you as the head of the project. You could ensure that it does not wither and die. That it is not left to decrepitude. Oh. Okay, so we'll be establishing a new town. But like right here? You want to no, like somewhere else? We could move right here. It seems so unnecessary to move everybody so far away when we could just expand what is already here. Well, as I mentioned, members of the council want the problem out of sight. That is the reason they want it so far away. Well, that's the they are thinking far east of Brackenville. Dumb. I think right here is good. But I'm like not on the council, so... It just seems unnecessary. Do you think we could like change their mind and like just do it here? Or like are you against it here together? Perhaps you could. It might be possible for you to lobby key members of the council to change the plan. I have four votes, including myself. I am currently outmaneuvered by Galat. He controls the council. But if you were to target a few swing members, convince them to come over to my side, we would have a steadier hand in determining where and how the town was set up. So, like, who do you think I should, like, talk to so kindly and gently? Of these swing voters, which ones are most in the need of favors being done for them? That's also, like, a legitimate angle you could take. Anne is, uh, something of a collector of favors. She is a bit mercenary. You wash her hand, she is willing to wash yours. If you're looking to do something tit-for-tat, I would start there. If you're just looking to apply pressure, Fenderal is more a likely target. Pressure doesn't last past the first favor. I mean, like, would that be enough though? Just Anne and Fenderal? That would be six versus six, so we need one more. We could like... Have like a really terrible accident happen, and like somebody's like unable to like, attend the vote. I would prefer not to do politics by that means. Oh, I wasn't saying that we would do that at all. That was just like a joke. Ha ha ha. 
soul finding. Let's go to the favor trader first. Uh, are you the humble folks voting against this? Mirabella is a Jerbeen, but she votes with Gallant. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. In the past, she's often worked quite closely with me, but she opposes me on this. Um, are you, are you... Other than that, the only other humble folk on the council is Merek, a hedge, and he is one of my staunchest allies. Is he going to vote with you? Yes. For sure, for sure. Like, you almost, like, so positive. Like, you don't even, like, think not it would not happen. You're like, sure, for sure. I can count on him entirely. That seems pretty legit. Now, I have a very legitimate question about Brunhild on council. Yes. Do you think he could be swayed? Everyone on council is a politician. And every politician can be malleable. So possibly. Where does Brunel live? In the canopy. Super cool. Like, does he have like a lot of guards around his house and stuff? No more than most. Okay, just like curiosity, you know. But in this time of civil unrest, every member of the council is closely guarded. I understand, because like they're so scared of poor people. Seems super legit. Well, they're separated by a whole tree, a giant tree, so... You know what can catch fire? Trees. I'm not saying that that's going to happen or anything, I'm just saying that that's a legitimate concern. I sound really threatening, and I want it to be known that I am not. (laughs) So you are suggesting that we relocate the settlement? No, I'm suggesting that we keep it where it is right now, but like make it more legit and more like... Around the roots of Alderheart. That would be a tough sell. But why? They're already here. Why would we move them? Guys, what do you think? It seems silly. Well, the... Underroots are already overpopulated, and now you're spreading the underroots outside of the town. But then we can make it more self-sufficient, build beautiful gardens and build... They would also be on the ground floor of the forest, which is a bad place to be. I mean, Alderhart is well protected from bandits, but it's not unheard of that they strike this far. We live in the canopies for a reason. It is safer there. Oh, okay. They must find a place where they can defend themselves. And but... not rely on the larger city. Alright, I mean, I'm not like the most hard to convince person in the world, so, whoops. I, I mean, I'm willing to go that way, if we have to go that way. The way the council is shaping now, they're going to be rounding up the refugees and sending them on a march to their new location. I would like for you to be a part of that convoy, and I think with my influence I can make it happen. If there are other changes you would like to make to the plan, it is not outside the realm of possibility, but we will need to apply pressure to the council. Is there a place maybe not so far away that is still very, like, maybe defensible on the map? Like, we could start a new settlement, but we won't have to go that far. Those places would have been settled by people in times of not crisis. My fear is that east of Brackenhall is deep into bandit territory. 
It's one of the reasons that I think that Galant is sending this problem to just go away. He just hopes that everybody dies. So rude. Hmm. What was the name of the one that that uh, does favor trading again? Um, Anne? Anne? Oh, number 12. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, if we send them to the bandit territory, then there's a high chance they might become bandits of necessity or by force, so... Or just kill my bandits. as well. And then it will be a problem that comes back to haunt us. Yep. I mean, that's also pretty legit. The more votes we swing, the more power we have over the situation. We should focus on that while we're here. Yeah. So we should swing some votes in our favor, and even if we still settle on relocating the settlement somewhere else, we can still have more input than about where it goes. We could also have more supplies be taken in the Belgian Guard. Rarer supplies. Yeah. One of the things I was hoping you could help with you especially, so is enlisting the aid of the avium. It is unlikely that this journey will succeed without magical assistance. I have no contacts there. Oh, but you studied there for very long. I totally did that. They that was love... legit deflication by other resources. If we get enough votes in the council, we can press gang the wizard population <laughs> to actually set the new colony to have defenses. They yeah. love me at the avium. It's going to be so great to go there. Super good. Excellent. Yeah. It'll be super good then. We should head. We should head there. Yeah. It's a great idea. You've already sold us. Oh. Uh-huh. I've seen ten tons uh, uh, come play, so I can see yours. Where are you grown up? Yeah. How well does that work out for Tintu? He's so <laughs> great. Okay, we're going home. Yeah. Like right now? Can we like... Not... I mean, you can still deal with politicians first. Well, yeah, let's do that for like a month or two. <laughs> I want you to know, if I can count on your assistance in making sure that these refugees get through this crisis, then you can as well count on mine. Any help that you need, especially here in Alderhart, contact me and I will see what I can do. I am not the most influential mem- council member, but I am a council member. Yeah. That's great. Okay, we should leave this meeting and go meet with another councillor. We accept the quest. Uh, <laughs> quest log it. We had already done that. We were just quest getting log. details. Yeah, unskippable quest. Oh, shit. Not with that attitude, Pete. I mean, we can abandon it, but it'll still be the quest log. Run run that child wizard game. Yes. Good times. I'm thinking we try to jump back, jump back, jump back. Clip through the window. Not that far away. Try to not settle as far is what I would like. Here. I know we should just settle them anywhere and just make sure they're well defended. Yeah, I guess that too. That's all I need. And Pete's gone, but... Should, should I pause? Yeah, pause. Yeah. And we're back. Okay, so you guys uh, exit a small, nondescript inn um, and step out into the canopy of Alderheart. Um, it's a bustling, upper-class marketplace. 
there is a heavy, for here, perch guard presence. You know, like you see uniformed officers on pretty much every street corner. Uh, they're not really hassling anyone or uh, causing much trouble. And in return, most people are choosing to willfully ignore them as they go about doing their various shopping. Hmm. So, I guess we should set our goals for this session or something. <laughs> I paused so we could do that. Ah, and then it was, oh. it was Mr. I have one more check. Yeah, you fucker. <laughs> well, I'll got yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Don't all lie on the one <laughs> Okay, then. Captain derail the narration. But you might not be able to, like, rob a man. Maybe you'd like to stake out the you know, person's. I want to get more information on. Yeah. The... I took slay something as a goal. Okay. Um, I guess I'd like to figure out. Or get... I guess I could. Um, yeah, I don't know if freeing it would be a realistic goal, but a step towards it. Yeah, I'm thinking like getting more information on that Griffin, or on him himself. Yeah, that would be a good goal. And my goal is to learn why Mirabelle is voting with Gallant. Yeah, why is she class traitoring? <laughs> that could be a whole conflict where we go and talk with her. Exactly. I can help because I'm actually not that bad at talking. Perfect. Like I could be better. <laughs> I mean, that's what the checks are for. Right? I'm fucking cheese straight my face against that social interaction. We're gonna go to head deliberately. Looks like you're looking to interrupt me, are you? Yeah. So it's been busy day, starting to hit dusk. And you notice that people are starting to beeline off the streets. Beeline? Yeah. Like, not kind of a casual, like, oh, it's getting late, I'm going to go home for dinner, or I'm feeling kind of tired. There is a concerted effort of the crowd to disperse. What is happening at night? Uh, no, maybe some bandits or thieves or some other no-do-gooders come out. I don't know. At night? Are we still with, uh, what's her? Yeah. No, no, she's, she's okay. inside. Do you seem like maybe, like, maybe we shouldn't be on the streets? Because, like... You got some perch guards. Hello, perch guards. You perch guards. Ma'am? I have a very big question. Why is everybody shitting their pants to get on the streets? Curfew, ma'am. Oh. Fuck. Wait. So Mandatory curfew. Uh, it's not really for up here, but you know, you know. This seems like <laughs> super fucking stupid and very segregatory, but like I'm a bird, so I'll go with it. Her mentality. Her mentality. <laughs> I feel like, like, why is there a curfew though? Why do you need one? To curb on crime or something? Uh, there's been a little bit of unrest in the underroots with the whole refugee crisis. Um, it's in the interest of not having it spread up the tree, we're taking a firm hand now. But, like, 
just because it's coming up to three, you didn't decide, like, I don't know, maybe fucking do something about it when it was in the other roots? Well, we're, we're doing something now, ma'am. But, like, is it working? Have you fixed the issues that were happening there? Or are you like, ah, oh, we just put a curfew on yes, it and now it's the fine? <laughs> By putting the boots down. You seem pretty safe to me, ma'am. Yeah, but, like, what about the people in the under roots? How are they? One of those, are you? <laughs> Excuse me, bitch. What did you just say to me? Uh, I think it's getting a little late, ma'am. Maybe you should be going. <laughs> Roll initiative. I think it's getting a little bit rude. I think you should maybe shut the fuck up. It'd be nice. Please um, don't raise your voice, ma'am. Excuse me. It's but getting... I'm very pissed at you. Well, pissed you me. should find a domicile and be pissed there. <laughs> and then seems like someone's in a jail cell. <laughs> you have to understand how very fucking angry I am right now. Oh, there's be fighting words. Do it, do it, do it. I'm going to bite my bird tongue. I'm going to spit on the ground in front of him, and I'll say, let's go and actually fix things. Yeah, if it was a one to three, I was going to punch him in the face. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> I think that there are bigger issues at hand here. I think that people are like a little bit racist. You've just and noticed. <laughs> I am really waking up my eyes to like the reality of this shit world for people who do not have wings like me. <laughs> yeah, that's our humble folk life. Why are you all so humble about it? You should be more like, oh, fuck you injustice. That's how the bird fox called us and it's stuck. <laughs> but like, you should be like, fuck you injustice. Let's go see, fuck you injustice. Yeah, there was some of that fighty. Then there are purge guards, and you know. I think we're going to change the world. <laughs> if I just feel it in my in my wings. So it's getting late. And the curfew doesn't apply to us, apparently. No, it very much applies to you. That's yeah. I'm gently reminding you that it's it is coming. Where do you want to stay? Well. This is the canopy, so, you know, there's plenty of nice lodgings to be had. Yeah. I don't know, I guess we could like get him in. We were just in front of one, maybe we go in there. I tell you, you flip the side to close and lock the door. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we turn around and the inn was never there. <laughs> Oh, let's do some circles uh, resources. Resources. Okay. So, we'll what kind quick. of lodging are you looking for? Well, I'm looking for something on the cheap because you know, humble life. You know what? We could just go camping for us. You know, but getting like down is a problem for those that don't have wings. <laughs> and like, also like. We are running one time. Plus, also, we need to be here tomorrow so we can talk to the council and not fight to get on the elevator. You seem very reasonable to me. I mean, we could also, like, just camp right here. 
and see if they call us on our bullshit. When do I think they might? I didn't make a lot of friends. Is there like a uh, like an open house, like a uh, traveler house, a flop house? Not here. Not in the canopy. Interesting. So I could make the check and use early riser against myself because it's getting a little late. I would like to be up early. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> hey, who would like to do this? I would like to, because I would really like to get the checks so that I can rob a man of a grin. How about we look separately and see what we find? <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to sleep separately, you can sleep out separately. There's no rule saying you have to bunk together. Huzzah. So maybe I'll find out a temple for myself. Okay. There we go. But I'm suspicious, so... Obi-Wan? Yeah. One success. Just find like an inn. Uh, just a regular old inn? Yeah, nothing too fancy. Okay, that's just a one resources check. I'm gonna find something that's fairly, um, you know, out of the way and just use Hunter to just find a place to camp down. Like, we're on the canopy, but not all of it is fully developed. It's still a tree. Yep, okay. So you're gonna like. You're gonna branch to off into an alley that eventually turns into like yeah. rough terrain that goes into foliage sure. that becomes like a oh, uh, part of the tree. Sure. Two successes. Six dice. Okay. Well, impressive. So you all bunker down for the night. Yeah. Huzzah. Okay. Nothing crazy happens. No assassins in the night. No ridiculous <laughs> street and people wailing or something, something. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, 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 no fun surprise like at the end of seven. <laughs> not up here. Um, yeah, and then uh, morning comes uh, and you all rise. You rise before everyone else because you're an early riser. And I sit there and I stare at the window, seething and pissed. Stare at my interaction for a you can go. So a fucking piece. You can go and vandalize <laughs> something. You were sitting there soaking in piss. <laughs> <laughs> you were so mad that you just peed yourself. <laughs> uh. And you guys meet back up, and you have the day ahead of you. I still think we should like find out who his family is. That Portuguese guy, it's a real What does they do wrong? <laughs> he, don't you not hear the way he talks about the people that live in the underroofs and the other places? I don't remember their names, but I'm learning, okay? This is so horrible. Yes, but what does his family do? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't care. I just think that it's maybe a way to get to him. Oh, we could go after the council members' families. <laughs> that sounds treasonous. <laughs> Oh, is there like not an option? I mean, it is always an option. I really so I'm just going to remind you that the streets are well patrolled. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss Tink Tooth. He would go after their families with me. <laughs> I'm just going to break down crying. <laughs> no. I mean, we could go out to the families and sway them to our cause and make them influence their council members. Let's literally just go meet him. It's so simple. It yes. could not be simple. Still crying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sometimes, you know, people like to overcomplicate some things. Where does Anne live? Uh, Anne lives uh, in the high perches of the canopy. Um, 
Where do they work during? She day? is a lawyer, and she works at high court. We'll go to a high court. Okay. Uh, it's uh, up in the boughs of the tree. Um, again, like the first time that you guys were in Alderheart, it's a little difficult for Pipsqueak to get to every place because a lot of the platforms are intended to glide from one to the other. But it's nothing you can't work around. Um, it's just a bit more convoluted. Yeah. Um, the High Court um, is a magnificent building. Um, it's carved out of the central trunk of the tree. Uh, it's full of ornate spires and lofty platforms and vast columns. It's a very imposing, elegant structure. Um, there's a number of like subsidiary courts that are off branching off of it, where a lot of the day-to-day -day stuff happens, the more clerical and mundane cases. Uh, but the high court is reserved for uh, the paragon of law. Paragon of corruption. It's <laughs> thirteen, I think. Well, if you want to, you know, file a complaint against that purge guard that wronged you, you can do it here, probably. Channel that anger into words and put them on paper. So it's a little uh, labyrinthian and Byzantine uh, to get through uh, and find your way through the bureaucracy and the clerical works, but uh, Anne works in a public office. Um, and where she is is on record. So after you know requesting various information from clerks and door people and whatever, uh, you burn an hour or so walking through, and you eventually arrive at her office. Okay, so she was what a favorite trader. So I guess we should be just blunt about what we want from her. Yeah, I can totally do that. I can be super blunt. We know. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so let's just go and say some stuff to her. And I just like want to like, just like a door and just walk in. Okay. Walking like you, you, you open the door. Um, it's a circular room that is just wall to wall bookcases. Um, there are maps and scrolls everywhere. There's a large mahogany desk uh, behind which a corvum is sitting, scrawling on a parchment with ink. Uh, she looks up as you enter. Yes. Oh, hello. Anne. How can I help you? I'm very busy. Oh, and so am I. Like this will only take a second. These are my like monster beak opens slightly. Monster beak closes. <laughs> like, only a second. My name is Mona. We met, I think, a while back. Yes, we guys have a group of council. You, I'm very famous. Now the council sees a lot of cases. So. Well, not just like a case. I am not just another number. Okay. Council does she see is a case. She does have a number. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so, like we do see a lot of cases, but I remember you. You went to the mock fields recently. Yeah, that we did. And we came back. Good for you. Always appreciate good citizenry. So, how can I help our loyal subjects? We were wondering if we could meet with you in between your sessions to talk to you about a civic matter being voted on that we are very interested in. She puts her quill down. I have two minutes. And who's the other one? Hildegard? 
Yes, that's the gal that... We have taken up an interest in the refugees currently built around the capital. We would like to see them relocated in an area that is safe and well-supplied so that they can flourish and one day repay themselves to Elder Guard in a meaningful, beneficial, and monetary resource way. To do this, certain votes have to go certain ways when brought before the council. We were hoping we could talk to you about changing your vote on behalf of the citizens and the refugees. We would also like, on a separate matter, for the second minute, to offer our services as troubleshooters. We find troubles. And then we shoot them. Well, saw them other means. Some of us do tricks. No, we just shoot them. We're pair. Interesting. You're adventurous, then. Yeah. Yes. We're very smart. I'm super talented, and I'm not... I'm gonna Describe butterfly. your talents for me. I'm gonna burp butterflies. Straight up. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna let it cut to each one. <laughs> well, I'm a cleric, as you can see, and you know, I'm good at organizing groups. Like, we just came back and already started a community there in the, you know, in front of the underroots, the poor refugees. And, you know, a high cleric of. What's her name? Aldea. <laughs> <laughs> I have been on the front lines of the Ashboroughs for ten seasons. My adult plumage has only recently come in. I want to burp butterflies again. Just to remind her of how talented I am. I should kill a flock of those ember bats by herself. I just thought saying that I was on the front lines in the fire for ten years, I'm not even a full adult yet, but it's good. <laughs> Got oh, the message man. across. Burping butterflies was my play. Interesting. I have so many talents. How familiar are you with the internal politics of Alderheart? Live in How... Much do you need us? I'm just curious about how much I need to fill in for you. Bullshit. <laughs> you could just like tell us the whole story and then like if we well, already. Two know of us are not from Alderheart, so best you know lay it all down. I speak the See, language, but I need <clears throat> the nouns. The reason I ask is that well, I'm sure you are very capable individuals out there. My problems tend to lie more in here. That isn't to say that you can't be useful. I am up for re-election recently. And my opponent is riding a campaign of reform. They say we don't do enough to help people. They say we don't do enough to combat the fires. They say that we've lost touch with other communities, with the avium. Now, if I had heroes who could counter those claims, if I had people who could come in and prove that we are winning the fight against the fires, that we are 
helping the less fortunate. If I could have a mage speak on my behalf, that might do something to sway the populace. I just have, like, a really legitimate question. (laughs) Why don't you just, like, help the people and, like, fight the fires? It's just, like, gestures to all of the work that's around her. (laughs) We're eating (laughs) students right now. She's fighting with the fire with paperwork and administration. Some of of us do tricks. I mean... You have hero. You have people who've already made ins with the camp downstairs. I'm also mimicking her because I'm a parrot. I can't help. (laughs) They know. (laughs) Just I pick that up, and I'll gesture to him who was a big damn hero yesterday, mm-hmm. the center of attention. So maybe we could see about expanding that. And Luna's also well from the Avium, and you know she did help with the fires. Oh, like I slayed like a million ember bats with a million ember well water butterflies. <laughs> so how do we make this actionable in my district? Hmm. <laughs> You're doing a really good job. Whisper louder. Really skeezy I genuinely hate this person. Thank you so much. Oh, God. What's our morals? <laughs> well, there, the camp downstairs recently just had a triumph and a new shrine built, and they're celebrating a civic infrastructure. Why not run a holiday? Why not a stone soup holiday? Go on. Stone soup holidays are when you tell people who have nothing to come together with their nothing and build a feast out of it. It requires very little infrastructure and upkeep. So you're saying I take some of my more vocal constituents, bring them down to your little community for a holiday, show them how well everything is going for the people down there, and then when they come back they won't be so critical. Well, things actually have to be going well. You can well. have them involved by having them bring an ingredient for the stone soup. But, like, you actually have to have the stuff going well, though, then, or this could really badly backfire. I then just... their own hands were involved in making people feel better. Then they feel like they're doing it. If you organize this and pull it off and quell some of the dissenting voices in my constituency, I might be willing to work with uh, Hildegard. On this matter, we will all smile, and I'm hoping quickly leave. <laughs> <laughs> With no further follow-ups. I don't, as we leave, I'm saying, I don't feel like they're the beach. But after we've left. I mean, I'm sure she doesn't care. <laughs> she doesn't need to be liked. She needs to get her, her job done. So We don't need to like her. We just need her vote. Yeah. Oh, my God. Lobbyists. So, do we want to do the stone soup sooner, or reach oh. another out to another one? I think we should reach out to a bunch of them and then have them all be in on our stone soup things. We should do one thing for a favor for all of them. It's not a bad idea, actually, if we expect a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. that the council cares, they come down and join the community. Something it's centered on your shrine. Yeah. Dude, and we can like name the shrine after like one of the council members that's like really, really needing extra help. Never go specific with things like that. Then you end up getting the statue torn down there. You want to make it like the Peace Moon designation plaque for the peaceful cooperation event. <laughs> and then it's just a happy little bouquet of roses on the Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> well, the bending vows. The bending vows temple, because they're like reaching yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. Four people. That's yeah. good. That's See, so never, good. never name it after a person. You're never gonna. <laughs> that's never gonna work out. Name it after Gallant. He'd love that. Uh, he would. Ah. <laughs> huh. yeah, so you guys are. For poor people and people who don't eat a lot. <laughs> we should we're to go see Fendril after. What's Fendril's deal? To apply pressure on him. Yeah, you're capable of applying pressure to him. In what way? Yeah, yeah you might need to do some dating to figure that out. That seems adversarial to without advice and they ask way quicker. What about people we can reach out to that we can bring to the stone suit thing? Well, we can reach out to Brunhild because I really just want to like surveil his. Like, guys, we should like talk to Brunhild really bad because I think that we could totally sway him. I don't think this. What's this you thing? can do circles checks Griffin, on counselors to find out about them if you're if you're digging for information. Voting for gallons. He is, and I think that we could totally convince him not to vote for it. No, because getting your Griffin back means the one thing you care about would be the Griffin. Which means any vote. swing of his vote would be predicated on giving it back. I'm not going to steal the Griffin right away. I'm just Yeah, but eventually you're going to want to steal the Griffin. Yeah, but do you guys know it? It doesn't matter if we know it or not. We're talking logistics. Eventually, you are going to steal that Griffin, rendering any leverage we have with him moot because he'll pivot all of his leverage value to being getting my fucking Griffin back. You want something from me? Give me back the Griffin. You want a favor? Give me back the Griffin. You want to borrow some food? Give me back the Griffin. Well, it escalates. But I'm still going to campaign very hard that we go see Bruno. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's think of a way where you get everything you want. So get you know, that's the challenge. Bruno kicked out of the council. Yeah, if he gets replaced, is it legal mm-hmm. to have mythical creatures as pets? I would make it legal. Because if it's not legal, you could blackmail them and then take it as a favor to him, and then you get everything you want. I don't yeah. think rich people owning tigers is illegal in this campaign setting. So it doesn't seem it doesn't feel like that kind of setting. <laughs> it's not the vibe it was given off. Where the rich aren't allowed to own tigers. Or what we could do is we could say there is a large faction of people who are dissenting against the fact that he owns a Griffin in captivity. Yeah, but except he's a politician, so we can't say we have to have a large amount of people. We do. Oh, we can go back to those people and have them start a riot. This is a terrible yeah, but, but idea. Yeah, they're, but they're, they're refugees, so that just speeds up the vote to get rid of them. No, 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 no. You, you need to have rich people bitching and moaning about this to leverage them. And then again, though, the leverage comes to us making it all go away. I take the Griffin. No, no, no. Us quelling them and making them stop because he'll want to keep the griffin. But he'll change his vote. That's the thing. We gotta, we gotta think of this in such a way that we could... I don't, I'm not saying that yeah. how we do it is we take the griffin. I'm saying I want to go there and we can maybe try to sway his vote and then later I'll steal the griffin. Alright. It'd be nice if Put we could do it all at No, not all at once. I'm just saying we need to get the ground floor so we need to know how we're going to approach him because we only get one chance to kind of jump him. Well, we could jump him. We could literally jump him. (laughs) That eliminates his vote. (laughs) We could just kill him. Slay (laughs) something. It is a goal. We just kill him. That sounds great. So, yeah, replacing him sounds like a great bet. Can we find out who is running, since there is an election coming up, who's running against Birdhold? And will the election happen before the vote happens? 
Mm -hmm. Probably do a circles test, and then if you succeed, it yeah. will be there. And That's again, what I was going to say. I don't think we actually need him to lose his re-election. We just may, we seem to make him think he's going yeah. to by the time the vote happens. Mm -hmm. We don't need to have a lot of back and forth, just enough. So, we need to make him want to go to our potluck, I guess. <laughs> uh. okay. I have circles three. I think we all Everyone have. has circles three. Alright, well, roll it, Pete. Yeah, okay. Will be too. I'll Bye. put in my compassionate here to understand other people. Okay. And see what can do upon him. Three successes. And what are you trying to do? So we're trying to. What are we trying to do here? Establish that there is an election coming, and that how can we leverage this to make him appear that. He'll need our help to secure the election, I guess. That's what we're going for. Yeah, I think something like that. We we want to rat rattle it up if they change this vote. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you succeeded, so you tell me. Who is running against him in the election? You can put the info into play. <sighs> we could have it be... Can, just out of curiosity, could someone from like the underroots be running against him? Are the undergrowths be running against him? Or is it really only people that are like... You need resources to run for office, it doesn't matter what... He's state. like a Bernie Sanders, though. He's like rallying like for a $5 donation. You guys won the role, so if that's what you want it to be. It could be like this young, passionate, like, Jervine or something. Who's like, similar to yourself. You could run against him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go overboard. <laughs> I'm not telling the town must be kind of everything. Yeah. Um, it's like this young upstart from like a kind of crappy community is just raising money and he's gathering a massive amount of steam. But maybe we overplay that how much steam it's really gathering and make him really think that it's more serious. I mean, like, when I'm like a Vulpin running against him, he's like, oh, I've got the secure in the back, because, you know, who would vote for a Vulpin in the you know, council? Mm -hmm. And then we have some leverage to sway it. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is a Vulpin named Peyton. Let me just get back to Um who is running against Brunhild um, in Brunhild's district, which is not the canopy, but more like the mid-trunk area. Um, and he's gaining a lot of support from some of the more radical people um, who are critical of the current administration. Uh, he's still very much an outlier and a fringe candidate, uh, but because he is very fiery uh, and active, there's a lot of press and a lot of noise that surrounds him. Mm. Okay, so, we're gonna approach Brunhild to help them win against Peyton? Or get Peyton... Or just to make him think that Peyton's more of a serious issue than he thinks it is. Yeah. And promise our assistance in order to... We 
We could play double that, it. We could double I mean, play them. We could say, hey, if you want to connect with people, come to this, you know, event we're organizing. Yeah, and it'll legitimize them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Connect with the people. Connect with the you know humble folk crowd. There we yeah. go. Okay. Make them think Peyton's bigger issue than it is to get them to come to our stone suit event. Okay, so let's meet with Brunhild. Okay. So Brunhild has two residences. He has uh, a place that he lives in in the canopy, and then he's got a residence in his district. He's probably in the, in the canopy. Eh, it's election season, so it might be there, but I guess you want to go to the canopy for you know what. That's probably where he gives like, a girlfriend. <laughs> that too. <laughs> Well, we could like check out the canopy because like he seems like a small bastard and he probably lives in the canopy all the time. That's what I think. Well, 50-50, let's go. What are they here in the canopy? Um, I think I remember the canopy has platforms though that we have to get between to get up there, right? Yeah. It's about um, sprawling metropolis. <laughs> as as we mentioned, um, they have platforms that are separated by distance. They are intended for birds to fly across, or glide across, rather. Uh, but there are workarounds for humble folk. Like, there are some rope bridges and well, You can like, just get on networks. my back. It takes fine. longer. But, yeah, I mean, you guys have already dealt with this thing yeah, once, yeah. so we're not going to have it be a problem okay. every time you guys move oh. around in the canopy. Is this... This is RPG playlist, peaceful travel music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Oh boy, it's so high. Let's go. I'm dangling about like a mile, you know. Hold on um, with your last three hands. So his estate is its own branch. Um, There's a set of stairs that go up it uh, to where it sprawls out into various uh, twigs um, and shrouded areas. You see like the main part of the house in front of you, but then various towers and wings are hidden behind parts of the canopy. Luna, since you're very knowledgeable about the mythical beast, then maybe you could talk with him about them. Maybe he'll show you his menagerie, because you're such an expert. Oh my god, this is the greatest idea ever! I'm gonna go up to the steps and just... Yeah, it's a... there's a, a iron rot gate, um, and two members of the perch guard are standing in front of it. Hello! Ma'am? Hi, we have a very important information we must discuss regarding the re-election campaign of Mr. Brunhild in his district in the middle of the trunk place. Okay, one perch guard just turns to the other one and goes, Right, I'll get Thomas. My turn. <laughs> and he opens the door, closes it behind him, walks the long path up to the house, knocks on it. Butler comes to the door. Follows him back down to the gate. Uh, it's a small, wiry corvum, uh, elegantly dressed. Uh, cocks his head and looks at you. Yes? Hello. I don't believe we're expecting anyone. No, this is actually so unexpected of us, but it's actually super blessed of us to be here. We are here to help Mr. Boonhelm with his re-election campaign against the Peyton. I, uh, I am a fellow magical creature lover myself, and I hear he is uh, quite versed in them, and I wouldn't be ashamed for me to see I'm someone. sorry, you hear what? Yeah, I'm here for that. 
to help him get reelected. I just don't. I've heard through the grapevine that he likes, you know, like me. I study magical creatures at the avium. I don't know what you've heard, but there is no basis to those rumors. Oh, I'm so sorry, but we would still like to get him reelected, and I think it's very important that we discuss with him um, our plan to help him get that. Why don't you tell me your plan, and then I will relay it to him? Because it's a very sensitive plan, and I don't think you understand the sensitivity of this plan. I think I understand all too well. <laughs> um, I'm just going to look at my friends and be like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you could roll me a social. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna roll, um... I, you play, I huh? roll... Press manipulator? Do it. <laughs> manipulator. Tap your face. I'm gonna tap... Step persona. I'm gonna tap my... Deception, my racial nature, to forget my will in here, because I'm... So deceive is my nature. So you're gonna add your nature. I'm gonna add so my nature. So spend personal points. Percent. Do you have a personal point to spend? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Accusatory. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How dare you speak to me? Okay. Now what do I do? <laughs> so should we help you somehow? We'll give you more dice. Anybody want to give me more than that? I will give you a die. With what? It's just it's not scrolling super well. With my persuader. I give you one. Nod like this. With administrator. You are a bird person too, right? Exactly. So that does give you a bit of it. It does. Right. I also haven't spoken much, so I, I think feel this I'm might so be respected. enough. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. One, two, three. Wait. One, two, three. Just barely. Three. Barely. <laughs> okay, what, is, what do you say? Give me, give me your pitch. Okay, like this is. Something that, unfortunately, um, we just cannot entrust in the hands of just anybody. And I respect you very much of Thomas's your name, right? Yes. But there's a lot of sensitivity to this, and we've just come from uh, assisting the council in many other matters, and it's very important to us that this get directly to him right now, because time is of the essence, and we really need to get his yes-no answer from him directly today in order to like make this work properly. Are you burping butterflies? Yeah, I'm gonna, like, as the case okay. a butterfly will come out. Kind of like... That's a nervous tick. He reaches up his hand and lets a butterfly light on it, looks at it. Looks at your cleric robes, looks at all of your hides, looks at your obviously magical tome that you're lugging around. <laughs> just like, well, I suppose you're not the average rabble that comes through here. Mm, come with me. We'll see if we can get you an audience. I love an audience. So, but I really just feel about the broom. One of one of the the perch guards just goes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then opens the door. <laughs> We're adventurers. You don't want to mess with us. <laughs> okay. He uh, hobbles back up the path um, and opens the door to the estate. Um, inside, it is opulent, well-maintained, uh, but sort of no real signs of personal decoration or effects. Just a lot of glistening marble and boring statues. Blank council member house. Yes. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Thomas walks into an atrium, uh, which is well furnished with a lot of reclining couches. It says, have a seat. I will inform the master. I want to do something. 
Okay. I want to use my arcana and I want to see if I can feel the traces of magical beings or anywhere like residue from them. Sure. Um, in the home or like on the people because I know. You have a little bit magic. Oh, before I yes. need more dice because this is I have three arcana. So Tyler. Yeah. Is it illegal? It sounds pretty illegal. Uh. To own a griffin? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can have a pet dog, but you can't chain up a unicorn. Right? Like, yeah. What if I'm, like, whipping it a lot? Okay, wait. <laughs> a, gonna... more than you think would be reasonable for a unicorn. <laughs> a, it's somewhat sentient. B, it's probably very dangerous, so... Yeah. Not after you whip it. When we're are we sitting in the waiting room like without anybody in there? Yeah, he goes off to okay, get the Okay, I'm gonna like, guys, 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 guys. It's super important. It also sounds like it's super legal to have like a griffin. So I need like a little bit of help. Do you guys see the trails of the of the magic creatures? Do you guys have that ability too, or is that just a me thing? Can you please help me? I'm asking for dice because I'm not gonna pass this check. <laughs> I'll help you with sorcery or some detect magic or something. We'll spend a persona point and add my nature to Hunter, giving me 12 dice to help her with her role. No. No. Does that work like that? No. Because I really hope no. that you hunt where this griffin is, because I'm a goddamn tracker. Yeah, so that would be a valid use of Hunter to give her a die. One die. No, she's not doing it, I'm doing it. Ah, so you're tracking. She's already doing the role. Oh, I don't... Why? I don't... <laughs> because she wants to sniff on magic and you're just like off there hunting with this beast. So, two independent checks. You could like, are you thinking you could do it maybe? I have stealth and animal tracking. Is it better? And than animal you? husbandry. It's my wheelhouse. I mean, you can help him with your... Yeah, you can help me. I should like help him find the griffin. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Sounds like he has a lot of power. Okay, so what are you doing? And then she says there's a griffin here. I'm going to track it. See if I trace it out. So you're going to leave the atrium? Yeah, yeah pretty stealthy. I can do that. Okay. Fuck. Let's put a little dummy on yourself. So <laughs> you're going to need to make a stealth check first. Oh boy. It's going to be great. So you want to start helping me? Because that's four. That's two dice right now. Not great at stealth. I tapped all my quiet natures. <sighs> Um, it's yeah. my nature to, uh, be a shit I don't know Um, I could give you... I could cast a little spell to help you to quiet your footsteps. You actually can't. Like, Ooh, out of magic field. Shit, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was an OB4 check. Okay, I'll help with my history, you know, like, oh, this is probably what they have the gardens in this, you know, palatial thing. I'll use my lore because I know so much about magical lore creatures. Lore would Yeah. Also, don't you have a wise for the magical yeah, actually, creatures? Yeah, I'm going to use mythical beast wise. And then so you get a check Hardy for it. gives you two dice, okay. and Peter gives you one. Um, Five dice. On an open two check. One, two, three successes. Okay. So you sneak out of the atrium. Uh, you see Thomas, you know, pattering up the stairs towards the second floor. Um, it's probably going to take him some time to go and uh, get this guy because it's a palatial estate. Um, and you have the run of the place. 
Perfect. I'm going to start tracking Griffin by scent, smell, markings, uh, Griffin feathers, Griffin drawings. The sound of a Griffin. A place big enough to hold a Griffin. I'm an animal man. Okay. I'm an animal man. That's funny. Larger than a horse, smaller than a house. <laughs> yep. Um, give me hunting, I guess. Give me hunting. Oh, 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 meat potato salad. Is anyone helping you on this? Okay. I'm going to trap my nature and give myself six extra dice. Mythical beast toys? Yep. It's just like I'm very, and also lore. Can yep. I get both? Mythical yep. beast toys and lore. Wait, what was the only Because one is a skill and one is a wise. Yeah. It's four. And I'm giving you two dice. One sec. So I guess I'm gonna help with administrator because hey, it's not just Griffin; it's everything that needs to you know feed it and get rid of it. So there's a little bit of back sure. and forth going there. Sure. It's got to be some infrastructure in place for this. Yes. Logistics. Three, four, five, six. Okay, two from you. Mm-hmm. One from me. Seven, eight, nine. Uh, I'm gonna tap my nature. Shit. Um, I'm what, Peter? Um, well, you can always use fate to do rerolls of sixes. Fine. If I will spend a fate point. I mean, not a persona. Point. That's after you roll. You roll first, and then you, you see if you get any sixes. Okay, a lot of sixes. So then you should One, two, three, four, five successes. Nice. So there, there you go already. So you steal through the estate. Uh, like a thief. In the, are you guys going with when you help, or are you just giving um, advice? We should probably stay there. You should probably not try to be stealthy with me. Look okay. at you. <laughs> so you guys inform him of what you think is going on here, and you lock in that information, and you set out. Uh, you see a bunch of servants, um, you know, moving up and down through the corridors, but you <coughs> manage to deep past and avoid them. Um, and you head to where you think the Griffin would be, which is in a large tower at the back. Um, you go up and up and up and up, and you arrive at a bare room where there is nothing but straw, chains, and a griffin. Shit. Oh shit, it's there. Uh, yeah. There we have confirmed uh, the It griffin. sees you and starts squawking. I'll try to make like a friend motion. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Does it? Do you want to give me some animal husbandry? Yeah, I can do animal husbandry. <laughs> do you have anything that's working with you in this situation? I'm a friend to the animals. I smell like animals. I live out in the woods. You're quiet, so you can make. I have the quiet only... trait two times. Didn't you really spend it twice, though? Yeah, Same. I haven't used it. I still have it. I have large two times. I'm still large. Oh, uh, it's going to be two. Pardon? It's going to be two to calm it down. That's not bad. <coughs> okay, I got four dice. I feel like I can wing it. Oh, Lord. Five, five, six, four. Okay. Four successes. You calm the griffin. The griffin disappears. It uh, settles back down into the ground, sort of eases against its chains, cocks its head, and looks you up and down. Huh. Now that I'm here in my head, I could just free it. (laughs) If I did, we'd have no leverage. How hard it would be to break these chains or get these chains off this griffin? They're iron chains. Are they, what are they attached to? What are they anchored to? 
Uh, stone floor. Not like driven in sheep. Wooden stakes in the ground. It's a griffin. It's a griffin. <laughs> it's not an elephant. Okay, well, what covers lockpicking in this game? Sleight of hand. Which I have. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that sounds like it. Alright, well, I don't have that. Oops. The Guinness Lock. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Are you really strong? pick a lock isn't in my uh, nature. Yeah, you could oh, just course. try and rip it up with health. Or maybe you could work with the griffin and just riled up as an animal tamer to you know, discover the strength it didn't have. Marius <coughs> keys. They need those keys, yeah. I think if his griffin escapes... No, I'll take out uh, candle wax, push it into the little chain lock, and take it out and just hold on to that. Okay. Ooh, are they all the same lock? Take the imprint. I'm going to take a gamble on it. I've, I've never met a chain maker who made separate keys for his chain manacles. He probably has one mold for it, his blacks. They, he probably not. They probably have one mold in their blacksmith foundry that, you know, they tinker with and just pour into. I think that's how that worked back in the day. <coughs> so Thomas comes back downstairs. Yeah, I'll try followed to by... I'll try to my way back in. Okay, so you try and sneak back in. Okay. He is followed by an enormously fat strig. Um, wow. So these are the people you thought it was worth my time to talk to? I... And Thomas kind of cocks his head. Yes. This is that. Was his species? Uh, Corbin. Oh, so he's like a Oh, bit. no. Oh, which, which one? The, the, the fat one. He's a, a strig. He's an owl. An owl, okay. Like a big fat. Ooh, I was pretty sure you're a fat chicken, so I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, just for the Especially because it's like a southern accent, so like Kentucky Fried Chicken. So you <laughs> can come if back down. Druid, one of the druid spells is Rusting Grasp. It would have been so easy. <laughs> <laughs> we only have magic, but this is anti-magic food, remember? It's been funny, though. <laughs> So you come down the stairs, and you see the back of Thomas and uh, Brunhild Do we see speaking him? to these guys. Yeah, you see him. He they, Oh, I'll just walk past them. Oh, uh, did you find the, the back one? Yes. Oh, put it. Oh, yes, we are very <laughs> worth talking to, Mr. Brunhild. My name is Luna, and I like, reach out my wing to shake. Yeah. My name is Luna. I come from the Avium. I'm a very magical creature. Um, as in, like, I like magic. Wink, wink. <laughs> I see. Thomas, you can leave us now. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was all it took. <laughs> um, so, like, we are here to help you. And how are you going to help me? Liam. Very, very strong, very, very capable people, and we hear that you have a problem. Your problem is one that you don't even know that you have yet. That is how good we are. We know that you have a problem before you know that you have a problem. <laughs> that is where our talents lie, you see. Now, Mr. Bloom. Make sense, woman. <laughs> I make so much sense. I should not even make dollars. Okay. <laughs> so, you have a person that is running against you in your district named Peyton, correct? <laughs> oh, I know you scoff now, but I have to tell you right now that things are not good. 
you might think they are good because we sit in canopy and sometimes, you know, we're up in the canopy, we don't see the things that happen down at the bottom as much as we think that we see. We see through different lens, you see? And you're seeing through what we call the rose-colored glasses. And it's not very good. The, you put on the real glasses, you see, holy shit, this is not very good. So, listen here, Mr. Brunhilm. This man, he is appealing to the nature of the people for change and revolution. He's very loud. And you may dismiss his beliefs, but the people down below do not dismiss his belief at all. They think, oh shit, this is pretty good shit. <laughs> I am in touch with my constituents, and I am aware that there is a vocal minority that supports this upstart, but I assure you, all of the polling shows that he is not a concern. I think that you need to discuss maybe where you're taking that polling from, because it is not accurate. Because a lot of times the people who are the most vocal aren't always represented in those polling numbers. The, maybe the ones that are feeling these things internally, they are scared to express it. But when I was down there, I tell you what, it is, it is a much different scenario. Especially if we go all the way down to think where the refugees are and this issue that we're having. The refugees them. don't vote for me. Yes, but the way that you're handling them. You don't understand. Explain what I'm dealing Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence, do they not? Finally, someone talking sense. What would you say if I told you that Anne and Hildegard were working together as a result of this very troublesome time in the voters' minds? I wouldn't be overly surprised. Anne works with anyone. That was it. That's all I had. That was my <laughs> round of the chamber, guys. Good luck. <laughs> I'm not actually good at politics, guys. I just don't say a lot in sessions. So, it's a big so you want to make... Like, Devin's like, I'm, I'm Devin. Devin's not actually good at politics. You guys just let me talk long enough, usually. I want to, and... want to make a roll. I want to manipulate him. him. Mm -hmm. I want to use manipulator to try and one-on-one -on -one convince him, and I want to tap into my nature. So, manipulator and orator are for groups. Yo, one I thought, is oh, honest, one, one is one. dishonest. Persuader one. and deceiver are one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought mm -hmm. manipulator was one-on-one -on -one earlier. Oh. Because I used deceiver on the crowd. Hmm. I may have mixed it up then. Okay. But that's how it's supposed to be. Oh. So which one do you have? Um, manipulator is higher than deceiver, so that's why. We have both, so that's good. Right? Yeah, I have right. a three in manipulator and a two in deceiver. Get some help? I mean, you can get one for me just from the persuasion I just dropped there. Yeah? Yeah, okay. So okay. is it going to be deceiver then? So okay. And I'm going to help you, well, with poor wise, because we're talking about the poor people here. And. Administrator, I guess? Because we're talking about. Politics. Okay. You pull up some facts and figures that support. Is this like a contested yeah. check? Or is this like... Yes, it's contested. We roll against each other. Okay, how many? I'm gonna. I have one passed. I have two. I'm gonna roll my. Use my fate point to re-roll my six. Ah. Two passes. So we tie. Do you want to get some checks by breaking the tie in their favor? 
You get two, I think. Two chests. I think it's. Where is it? Maybe. Just. No, there's two when you. Well, there's a versus check and then blah blah blah, but. I'm gonna check. Uh, it's got up here. Yeah, it says you break a tie in your opponent's favor, you can only use the versus test. Yeah, I kind of want those checks, I guess, so I'm gonna break the tie in his favor. Yeah, you just get one check. I thought I got two. No, you got one. You get two for the versus check. I, oh, is it not a versus check? In the no. versus. It says break a tie, earn just two checks, break a tie in your opponent's favor. Can you pause? Yeah, one sec. Uh, Alright, we're back. That's a lot of fancy talk and five dollar words, lady, but I'm afraid I'm not convinced. Well, that's now, if you've nothing else to say, I'm going to have to ask you to leave I, my I, atrium so I can I have don't... a talk with my staff about who we're letting through the door. I, I was hoping Thomas was going to get in trouble. I, only, I, have to, I have to have one more discussion with you. If that is okay, Mr. Bolton, You can say what you have to say on the way out. Well, it is very important. I have. Then I suggest you speak a little bit faster, lady. As somebody who who appreciates the benefits of magic and how it can interact with us as um, as people in the bird folk and um, maybe other creatures itself as well, not saying anything in particular, I really want to see you reelected, and I think it would be in your best interest to to participate in a stone soup event that we are having. because I want to see you reelected as a fellow person who also appreciates, and I'm gonna like casually flip through my tone, magic. <laughs> Where do you live, lady? Are you in my district? No, but I am. So you can't even vote. For it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Burn. But it doesn't mean that I don't have a vested interest in a fellow passionate lover of, the, of, of people and creatures. He opens the gate. I'm going to say good day for now. You're going to be making a big mistake. So, I, I tried everything. I I'm going to very politely like start to leave with everyone and before I go I'll walk by and be like, I do want to say thank you for taking the time to meet us. I do know you and your kin are busy. I couldn't help but bring a gift though. It's totally disrespectful in these types of scenarios. Am I right? I don't want to embarrass you. Uh, that's very polite, but I assure you unnecessary. Well, I can't really do anything with it, so I'll just go into my, how would you call it, a griffin feather that has a nice little bow in it. I'm told you're a collector. What did you say your name was? I don't believe I did. Oh. And that's just leave. <laughs> Have a good stay in our city. I'll, I'll walk with <laughs> After, after we leave, I I don't, uh, I don't answer you while we're still on the premise. No, I, <laughs> I don't. I don't make we, eye contact. Once we leave, I will then go. Did you find me? That's exactly where you said it'd be. Oh, I have mercy on all of us. We have it so. I'll take up the wax uh, imprint I took of inside of the manacle. We just need to get a blank made. And then get back in somehow. We well, were pretty fucked on that. You know, probably. Yes, I was hoping that door would have stayed open a little bit longer. I, I mean, tried. It'll be a, probably a busy re-election season if we go and support Peyton now. Let's go support Peyton. I'm saying 100%. Let's go say fuck you, Brunhild, and support Peyton fully, but like quietly. <laughs> More quiet 
that I'm meant to be speaking right now. We, if we make Peyton more of an issue, and we make this bigger of an issue, then he will have no choice but to come to us for help. Hey, I might not yeah. want to after that, though. Well, we could definitely support him, and so on, so on. He yeah. did not like me very much. I don't understand. Most people very much like me. I don't get it sometimes. Am I doing something wrong? You're very energetic, and he doesn't seem to be that type. Well, I don't know how to be any other way. I know. What is the solution, then? Do I make him more energetic? So, should we drag him to give him more energy, and then he'd be on my level? And then he understand more? Or is that more effective? He... Is that also illegal? I don't know. Well, let's move on, I guess. <laughs> We, I guess our next step is to go talk to the uh, the other one um, who what is his name again? We can talk to Mirabelle. Oh shit. Or we can talk to Fendril. Let's talk to Mirabelle and Fendril. Let's talk to Fendril. Okay. Where is Fendril again? Wait, what's Mirabelle's deal? She's a German. Yeah. Well, she's both of the girls. Wait, there's a Germine of the council? Yes. Yeah. Oh, the one. <laughs> uh, there's like two, I think, actually. There's a Germine no. and a Hedge. Yeah. All right, well, let's go talk to her, because she's a Germine and will likely not be living in such a nice place that she will be easier to get access to. <laughs> and then in the grander palatial estate, the 200 Germine. And we'll go talk I, to Bertie Sanders. I definitely uh, picture Brunhild, or whatever his name is, in, like, White pants with thin red suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say. Yeah. I was going to do that for a gallus if you talk to one. Right? Because he's a yeah. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Mirabella then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, she represents the Underroots. Uh, and most days you can find her doing community outreach. Hmm. So she's probably in the under, under roots then. Do you want to go all the way down though, go all the way back? Or do you want to go to the, for the other person? While we're here, with the purchase. Wait, so we cover our bases while we're over here. Where, where's Fendril? Is he in the up or down? Uh, let me look at my map. Squeaky, squeaky map. Yeah. Thanks, humble people. It's beautiful though. It's very pretty. Like, the, all the stuff that came with this humblewood box is amazing. Mm -hmm. He is in the trunk market. He runs a shipping concern. He owns most of the lift elevators that go up and down. Oh. And imports and exports from there. Okay, so I guess on the way down, we'll be talking with Peyton, then talking with him, talking with her. I guess. In the, if we want to go in order. Right? Yeah, let's, like, totally back the shit out of Peyton. What? Okay. You're very good at paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go talk to Peyton first, then we're gonna go talk to like other people after I didn't pay that much attention either. <laughs> well, we're talking to the gerbil. <laughs> yeah, I guess the daughter doesn't really no, the, the Who cares about the order? <laughs> because the gerbine is at the bottom of the tree and you're currently at the top. Errors! <laughs> we're not walking! 
No, 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 no. We have to play out the travel time in real time. Fuck. Let's just go. Now everyone be silent for 45 minutes while you go to the bar. Elevator music. Mass effect elevators to hide the loading times. Let's get some going real slow like. We're just going to go meet the gerbil person. Okay, so you guys head into the underroots. Um, it is tangled and crowded. Um, there are people living in small, dilapidated houses everywhere. They're often crammed full of two or three families. Uh, people are living out on the street. Um, this is where most of the refugees who have made it into Alderheart now live. Uh, so you see people pushing around everywhere. A lot of people asking for handouts. Um, conditions are not great. Um, the perch guard is in force down here, but unlike up above where there were individual officers <coughs> who were arrayed around on street corners, uh, they march in full formation through the streets. You never see less than five or six of them at a time. Welcome to my home. We're down at the very bottom. Yeah. Oh shit. And nobody wants to help anybody. I'm feeling very, very much awoken. So uh, you guys managed to find out just from word on the street that Mirabella is currently overseeing a soup kitchen. Oh, she sounds like a blessed being. <laughs> hey. Looks gonna be deceiving. And some people just do it for, you know, the optics. Devin, can you stop pumping your foot? Oh my god, I'm just wiggling my foot because it's Shake, great. shake, shake. You're shaking the foundations. You get energetic. Her tower shall crumble. It's not that I can feel it, it's that I can see it in the corner of my vision. <laughs> so instead of her leaving, or averting your gaze. Yes, of horse blinders. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Wow. <laughs> that is one. Give should not buy somebody. <laughs> so it's a kitchen. Uh, it's made out of one of the roots. Um, people are lined up four blocks around to get in. Well, I guess we can go and help out the soup kitchen as well. Get our own pals dirty. So I guess we walk past and... Okay, someone puts their hands. Hey! There's a line, buddy. We're here to help, not to console. We're here to help, yeah. Yeah? How exactly? Don't look like you're carrying any food. Back of the line. Was that spell called of the magic berries? Yeah, good berries. <laughs> good berries. The magic berries. <laughs> good berries. Um, I'm, actually, I'm actually a very talented sorceress, and I'm here to help enchant the food and hopefully make it tastier and make it go farther. And bird butterflies. Well, you're dressed well enough. <clears throat> I don't like the way that we dress. Kind of rubs this? his paw on your cleric outfit. Sorry. I live here. I'm from that, you know, parish over there. We also do soup kitchens. Come by the first server that we've been on then. Okay, we go. We just go. Okay. Uh, the line funnels uh, into a room where there are rows and rows of tables um, and then a long counter at the back where mostly gerbine but some hedges, some 
Vulpins, some Apaches uh, are behind there in aprons, just ladling out soup, giving it out to people. Well, look at me. None of you fucking look at me. I'm a goddamn predator raptor with axes and meat clothes on me made from dried meat. Well, this is my first time at the soup kitchen, so I don't... Talk to literally anyone else. Grab some apron from a cook and go and start helping. Okay. I'm gonna enchant the spoons and like try to like set up a, a station that's working itself to start like enchanting so it's got extra bodies to dole out soup. Okay. Give me an OB1 sorcery. Or could it be, would it be enchanting or sorcery? Uh, I guess if you're doing something permanent or semi-permanent, it's a ritual. Oh, okay. Um... A ritual sorcery or a ritual enchanting? There is no enchanting. Oh, it's sorcery enchanting? or ritual. That's I don't know why you have enchanting as a thing. That's the thing that I got as a sorcerer in the character thing. I'm sure about that. I, we, we sat together and went over oh. it. And so it is. And so it is. <laughs> Remove that. Uh, do that I your is face supposed red? to be ritual. My face is always red. Uh, that is supposed to be ritual, which oh. also explains why you don't have ritual. <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> That's what good problems. Lessons no learned. one proofread this for me. <laughs> of course. Well, um, is Mirabelle there? Uh, would you know her by sight? Lord have mercy, no. <laughs> Not all Jarvis look the same. I'm looking for Mirabelle. I need Like, well, oh, first do your stuff, and then you can... Well, I want her to see me do it, so I can use it to leverage her. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so, remember how Peter was saying some people only do it for the optics? <laughs> yeah. Just as easy as that other politician lady you were talking yeah. to. Well, it's for the better. It's for the greater. And this is one already on the council. This isn't Bertie Sanders, right? Yeah. Okay. This is someone on the council. <coughs> Mirabelle! Mirabelle! Uh, so one of the Jerbeans, an older lady with a lot of gray fur, uh, who's laid on soup, goes, Yes, I'm Maribel. Hi, I'm here. My name is Luna. I'm here to help. I'm just curious. Great. Well, grab a bowl, grab a ladle, pitch in. Is there anything that, like, that's the only thing you need? Okay. And then I'm going to, like, make them do their thing magically and start, like, setting up stations to start, like, set. How long would it take for me to do a ritual to, like, semi-permanently make this thing? To, like... Uh, probably like an hour. Shit, well then I guess I'm just gonna help. <laughs> okay. Laborer check. <laughs> uh, so you two start ladling out soup. Yep. Yeah, I guess while we're ladling, we always talk with her on the job, I suppose. Yep, yeah. chat away. Mirabelle, you do so much for your community. Oh, thank you, I help where I can. I'm so curious, like... Why you are voting the way that you are voting with, uh, with Gallup? What do you mean? That's a bit of a forward question. I'm don't you ask? I vote forward. in the interest of my constituents. Do you feel like that is in the interest of Yes. I, are you a reporter? No, no, I'm not. I'm actually not smart <laughs> to be a reporter. I'm just a, I'm just a magical bird. No, no, no. She's Look. holding the ladle with two fingers so it get too dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magical bird with, like, concern for people. Very newfound concern, honestly, for people. I've only recently become <coughs> concerned about others. It's important that all of these displaced people find a home and settlement of their own. We need to get them set up and self-sufficient. Oh, I mean the exact same page. 
I'm just worried that we don't find the most safe place for them and then it becomes a bigger issue later down the road. I don't want the people to be hurt because that would not be in their best interest. Well, I note your concerns. Yeah, so I think that we should like settle them a little closer. We're actually looking to help resettle them, believe it or not. My friend uh, Pipsqueak and I don't know where Redbeard I assure you we've looked fully into the situation and considered a variety of options and this is the best for them. Are you like, I, I've heard that this might not be. And well, I don't worried. know where you're getting your information from, but I've been very close to this issue for some time. As have I, we very recently have been, we've just been helping refugees over in Tick Town and helping the towns over there for having these concerns. And <laughs> oh, that's great. How is Tin Town? Oh, it's a shit show, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, we tried very hard. Well, a fifth of it burned down and a fifth of people are now here. Yeah, we tried very hard and in the process we actually lost a dear friend and... Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Yes, it's very tragic, and because of the, we were very we really concerned that it could keep happening, and uh, having seen the front lines ourselves of the fires and of the destruction, I feel that it is not best. We've been at the other hands of the bandits, and if we move people too far to the east, they themselves could just become more bandits, and they will just come back to wreak more havoc on more people here. And the bandits, who do they affect? They do not affect the people in the canopy, they affect the people here more than they would affect anybody up there. So of course, of course they don't give as much of a shit as you do. And I don't want these people to get hurt again and again and again by the bad decisions of the people that do not have to see the effect of it. I can see you have a very kind heart. <laughs> yes, it's very kind. <sighs> hmm. Well, I just, I really want, I really would like, I really like the opportunity and my friend Pinsky and I, we, we really want to, to change our mind and let us help as well because we feel like we have a very good plan to resettle the people a little bit better, a little more safer and to prevent this from happening in the future again and again and again and to cause more harm to your constituents, which would not be good. I think I did a good job. So, I actually might have done a good job. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which is impressive. Maybe as Luna was probably all about, I'd like to do some insight check. Maybe like, you know, working closer with her and, you know, start to speak her language, like, you know, going into Jerbinas. We're like, you know, both working the mm -hmm. you know, soup here to, you know, figure out like what she's trying to get here. Because, like, hey, I'm also from this place. I'm her constituent, so I know her body habits. I also know God pretty well. So, like, trying yeah. to piece it by being closer to them so i guess i'd like also like to tap my nature for this okay and roll one two three four obi two six seven eight i'll be doing one two three four five six seven eight wow <laughs> you really nailed that yeah. Uh, so you draw a bead on this woman almost instantly. She is very open. She's very giving. Um, it's easy to see right through her because she's not really hiding a lot. Yeah. Um, she cares about her community. She cares about these people. Um, she's doing what she thinks is best. But anytime Luna mentions anything about the vote, she just shuts down. Like, just like Iron Castle. It's like someone flips a switch and there's just sort of no negotiation so I guess from that I uh, gleam that you know she doesn't want to vote this way but she has to because there's some other influences that would be a good insight yeah so 
damage that. Um, I guess what we need to approach her about that. So you know, we understand you know that there are politics at play. It's not as we don't vote the way like vote her heart and so on and so on. Like you know, is there anything we could do to help you? Not a bad tactic, yep. but in a crowded soup kitchen surrounded by volunteers is maybe not the best time to do it. We could try and invite her to come like after the soup kitchen and like, yeah. have a party. Yeah, guess, even, even if she's yeah, amenable yeah. to that, yeah. she's not going to expose her secrets in front of. Sure. So I guess we're going to you know, arrange a meeting afterwards. I thought we were going to kidnap her. <laughs> <laughs> We could like, we'd like to take you um, as a token of our thanks for all you do. We'd like to like have dinner with you and talk to you a little bit further about how we would like to help. Like you know, once the subscription is closed for the night, we always stay and you know have a meal here as well ourselves without anybody else. Like whatever. Yeah. People. Imagine some run out. Yeah. So if you work long into the night, eventually. They do run out of food, and they close down, and people start cleaning up, and volunteers start leaving, um, and she stays to uh, close the whole place down. Well, I really appreciate the way that you all uh, showed up and just pitched in. Is what we do? Yeah. Is it just us now? Yeah, sure. Have it's you relayed it to me that you think that there's undue influence on her? I guess we could, uh, you know. Like maybe like take a break and you're yeah. like, oh, hey. You so. use the secret hand signal. <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Mirabel, we understand that there's a lot of things that happen and a lot of politics. And like, I, I, as we've gotten to know Please, you... Please, it's been a long night. I'd rather not talk politics. Well, as we've gotten to know you, we, I see you are a person who votes usually with their heart. And I just want to see if there's anything we could do to help you. To vote the way that I believe that your heart is leaning, much like my heart, which is very pure. Okay, you're gonna. One of you is gonna have to make a roll. Oh shit! All right. Uh, persuasion, which I just got. You, you. It's a persuasion is two though. Does anyone have anything higher? I have orator, but I'm not going to make an orator check here. Scream it from the rooftops. So, I can give you a poor wise though, and probably insights as a help. We've cracked this. Okay, and do you have anything to contribute to this? Mm, I haven't said one word this whole time, I don't think. No. And I'm not really sure what her deal is because she's guarded. I don't really have anything for getting past that. Don't you have anything about social sneaking? <laughs> no, not at all. Like, okay. I didn't get to choose my skills, I picked them from packages. Okay. I don't think I got anything for you. Do it. Throw this narrative. You're lucky. I got two. I got one. Yeah. Oh. Check the pool box. You seem like good, trustworthy people. People with worldly knowledge. Maybe there is a way you could help me out. But I'd rather not speak of it here. And it's something that is maybe best shown 
rather than explained. Meet me at this location. And she hands you a, writes down a address on a script of paper, passes it over to you. In three days' time. And we'll see if we can't come to more of a understanding. Well, definitely we can do that. Right, well, meeting people with nondescript voices. Maybe that's where we should wrap. Sure. Yeah. All right. I think that's good. We got a bunch of people. Got a bunch of role play. Okay. I was Tyler. Peter. Devin. RD. And this is sponsored by nobody. Signing off. <laughs>